1: Black Lives Matter in New York has issued a direct threat to the city that if the mayor reinstates their anti-crime unit, they will riot and there will be bloodshed. And then this individual, Hank Newsome, went on to say, it's not, I'm not, it's not a threat. It's just the, what will happen if you do this? Even though he said, we will be out on the streets, referring to himself. That context is very important because police across the country are bracing for a Kyle Rittenhouse acquittal. When Chris Hayes on MSNBC states in a monologue, after everything I've seen, I expect an acquittal in all honesty, and then changes the narrative away from Kyle Rittenhouse is an evil villain to, but do we really want to live in a gun toting kind of society? Even the mainstream left has started to accept their narrative was wrong. They were lying. Kyle Rittenhouse was acting in self-defense and very likely will be acquitted. Now, once again, we had an exciting day of, uh, in the trial where the prosecution was able to pull a fast one over the judge by admitting false evidence, digitally manipulated stills, because the judge and the defense didn't understand the manipulation that was being entered into evidence. The prosecution wanted to admit not a zoomed in image, but an, but a, but an artificially enhanced image that uses machine learning algorithms to add information to an image. The simple way to put actually, Ian made a good point when we were talking about this earlier. What is being presented to the jury in this case is effectively an artist's rendition of what they think happened on that night, only they're telling the jury it's legitimate video evidence. And the defense wasn't articulate enough to explain to the judge why it shouldn't be admitted, even when the prosecution's own expert testified, I don't know how it works, and I did not compare it to the original for authenticity. It still ended up getting in though the defense did challenge it. We'll go into all of the nitty gritty details, but my friends, I hope you are ready for the riots, which may be coming. Now, fortunately, I believe the judge said closing arguments will be Monday. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he said Monday, which means we're not going to get a verdict or any closing arguments tomorrow. I don't believe so. We might actually, but, uh, um, I don't think we'll have a verdict over the weekend. That's good news Means there's less likely to be riots, especially if the verdict comes in on a Monday. Probably still will be riots, but we'll get into all the nitty gritty details. Joining us today is our good friend, Daniel Turner.
2: Great to be here. Thanks for having me back. Daniel Turner, Power of the Future, Daniel Turner, PTF on Twitter. And I'm always happy to be here. I think this right is number on. 10. Yes. yes. Yeah,
3: yeah,
1: yeah. I know. Many times, I One of it. our regulars.
4: Double man. digits. I love it. love it. I love it. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, uh we got Luke chilling. This show really likes tall white guys that that are <laughs> bald as well. Is, <laughs> but, you know, whatever. We got a type. It's the okay. shirt that I'm wearing right now says 1984 it was not an instruction manual. You could get it on the but but most importantly I just gave LukeUncensored.com members access to Change Media University 21 tutorial how-to journalism classes, all available for free right now on LukeUncensored.com. If you haven't signed up, this is a good time to do it. Thanks for having me. I'm excited for the conversation. Oh, I'm excited to be here
0: with all you wonderful, amazing Mm. human beings on the other side of this technological portal. What's up? Thanks for coming. Uh, I like your shawl. Yes. Thanks. It's a a heating blanket. I'm going to try it out. I like that. The breeze going in here.
3: I
5: love that idea. Welcome back, my friends. Very excited to be here, too. We love having Daniel. We love having a few regulars on hand for their immaculate commentary. Thanks for coming, Daniel.
1: Before we get started, everybody, head over to TimCast.com. Become a member. We're going to have a members-only segment coming up later tonight. We usually put this up around 11 or so p.m., but we have a massive library. So if you haven't already, you're missing out on a ton of very important And and uh, particularly important, commentary episodes with some of the people you know and love, Steve Bannon arguing about fraud, Alex Jones, all of these people over at TimCast.com. And you can easily just search for all of these members-only segments. They're usually about a half an hour long. So check it out. Be a member. Because the important thing is, as a member, what are we doing? What are we doing with your $10 when you sign up? We started two nonprofits, one to create technologies that people can't be censored, and one to fact-check the fact-checkers to do fact-checking, and hire journalists. Also, we have a newsroom, and we're hiring journalists. We're also producing cultural content like the vlog and our new show, Tales from the Inverted World, and we're also putting together a pop culture show. Why? We can't just talk about the issues and the problems. We have to create culture to inspire people towards certain kinds of ideology, certain kinds of living. So when we do the vlog, what do you see? Independent individuals, liberty-loving individuals, Gadsden flags, and we don't you know, we don't bring up the politics. We just let people experience what life is like for those that believe in personal responsibility and hold the ideals we have. So I'll put it this way. Membership at TimCast.com is not just about supporting this show. It's about the mission, protecting liberty, supporting independence, pushing personal responsibility, telling people to take charge of their own lives and trying to get the truth out there. Thank you for your support. Don't forget to like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the show with your friends. Let's get into that first story. My friends, I hope you are prepared from the Daily Mail. We could have some trouble brewing. How understaffed police forces across America are bracing for written house acquittal. Chicago cancels weekend days off as Portland, LAPD, and Washington, D.C. all monitor trial across the country. Police departments who have been under siege politically, who have lost funding who have seen resignations and retirements and police quitting. I believe Baltimore is understaffed by hundreds Mm -hmm. of officers now are bracing for the next wave of BLM Antifa riots. Why? Well, they've been set up. Over the past year, the media has lied about Kyle Rittenhouse. And the crazy thing is, if this prosecutor in the Kyle Rittenhouse case is an ideologue, I think he wants there to be a mistrial because he knows Kyle Rittenhouse was acting in self-defense. He knows this trial should have never happened. He knows Kyle Reddenhouse is facing an innocence verdict. So you don't get ruled innocent. But what I mean is that the jury is going to say across the board outright, not guilty on all counts because they believe he's innocent, not just not guilty. So what's the best thing an ideologue who wants writing can do? Sabotage the trial to such a degree that forces the judge to issue a mistrial. So the mainstream media and establishment narrative becomes there was no justice Kyle Rittenhouse got away with it. And that's what's happening. Slate.com wrote an article saying, don't blame, here's what they put, don't blame Judge Schroeder if Kyle Rittenhouse goes free. And they show even Aaron Rupar saying it's not going well for the prosecutor. What's going to happen is, in my opinion, they'll come out and they'll say the trial was bad. The prosecutor was bad. And because of that, justice didn't occur. The system is broken. And then they will riot. I hope Mm. you guys are ready.
2: Well, you said it, it, if uh, there's no justice, and what's the motto of, of a lot of the BLM activists? If there's no justice, mm-hmm. right? No peace. Absolutely. Yep. And so it, it's almost like a mathematical certainty. How could you not expect rioting in downtown D.C. because we didn't get justice?
1: Or Kenosha. Or Kenosha. But, but th- think about it this way. If the jury comes back and says, not guilty on all counts, it's really hard to maintain a no justice, uh, you know, no peace narrative, but mm. they will. Mm. They'll still say, oh, the, the jurors were corrupt and the judge was biased. However, Rodney King, still, if the jury comes back, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, you know, a, a jury ruled on this one. It may be the wrong verdict, but it will diffuse a lot of it. Yeah. If there's a mistrial with prejudice and Kyle can't be retried, then they're going to say the case is corrupt. The system is broken and a white supremacist goes for you.
2: Damn
4: I mean, if you live in a major city, you're already kind of dealing with an onslaught of a lot of violence. I mean, there's incredibly, horribly, horrible stories. I just tweeted about uh, the two women who were attacked in Central Park. There was a 13-year-old girl that was also attacked in unspeakable ways in the Bronx. Uh, so... If you're if you're living in like New York City, you are already dealing with an onslaught of, no. of of a huge major crime wave. In Seattle, government officials just had to hire security guards so they could be walked to the ferry. Mm-hmm. Um Mayor de Blasio is ducking questions about Black Lives Matter, talking about how they're gonna riot. Uh, and there's going to be fire and bloodshed if they don't get their way with the policy that the next mayor wants to implement. And, and with more police officers. And this was because defund the police got the anti-crime
1: unit removed. Hmm. The anti-crime unit are plain clothes officers that literally stop crime in progress. Hmm. The activists came out, said we don't want police. Well, crime gone crime on.
2: hasn't gone up in New York in the last year and a half so it really the, the crime unit I'm being facetious <laughs> <laughs> <So like, laughs> like, Mur- murder is <laughs> up, like, uh, up 47% <laughs> <are you> <laughs> in New York City so grand like, larceny is yeah. up like
1: 15-20%
2: I was saying this earlier like if, if, if the fact that they're saying if you put in this anti-crime unit back we're going to kill people. It's like <laughs> yeah. and that's evidence as to why we need the anti-crime unit, right? It's insane. Let's, let's, yeah. let's
1: rope it back to, to, to the Rittenhouse trial. Specifically, he, uh, Chris Hayes comes out and he says on his show, he's changing his narrative. This is amazing. Yeah. There was a super cut. Tucker Carlson played it where all of these mainstream outlets were like, this kid's a white supremacist who crossed state lines with an illegal weapon to hunt down black, you know, uh, black lives matter, civil rights activists, all fake narrative. Mm. Now that people are waking up and they're forced to reconcile this, there's, there's a viral tweet where a woman says, "I'm very perceptive, mm-hmm. and I only just found out Kyle Rittenhouse's victims were white." Yeah, and all the responses are like, "I had Wait, no what, idea. Really? really? I didn't know that." And they're all saying the same thing. Embarrassing. And, mm-hmm. Well, because the and, and this woman was like, "My progressive bubble told me a fake, like the wrong yeah. story." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now Chris Hayes's narrative is: Do we really want to live in a society where political problems are solved with? guns. Huh. You see where he's, he's pivoting now to Kyle Rittenhouse will be acquitted because he has a real claim of self-defense. But this goes to show why guns are bad. Mm. That, that's what they're going for already. When leftists on Twitter, when Anna Kasparian, when Chris Hayes are now admitting Kyle Rittenhouse was acting in self-defense, or at least saying that to a great degree, an acquittal is, ha- is going to happen. Yeah. It, is, it is so obvious that they can't even deny it anymore. But Um. you know that means riots will happen.
4: Well, there's other people doubling down on the insanity and the divide and conquer agenda, like MSNBC's Joy Reid, who said that the court proceedings are, quote, white privilege on steroids. Mm. Again, what does this have to do with anything about race? I was gonna say that. All the people are are, are white in this particular case, but there's a lot of people that are verified, spreading a lot of Mm. fake news about this. There's a verified Twitter account that literally is telling people that Kyle was chasing people down and shooting them, and the tweet has gone viral, tens of thousands of likes, not fact-checked, not corrected. Yep, West Virginia Democrat, mm. former former Democrat, state Democrat, former. Yeah, mm. former, but he's still a very prominent figure and has a when uh, he, government organization. When he
1: first came out publicly and said he wanted to run, a lot of people, including myself, were like, "This is a moderate Democrat. This is good." The dude has gone insane. Great. Mm. And he posted a tweet where he said, "New video, sh- bombshell video shows Kyle House was chasing the uh, uh, Rosenbaum." Literally never happened. Mm. This Democrat dude in West Virginia of all places Oof. posted overt lies. Why? Look, I think too often we give the benefit of the doubt to these people. Mm. Too often we're like, he must just be ignorant. At this point, I'm like, no, he wants murder and death. Yeah. This yeah, guy man. wants people to die. He is an evil mother. These people all do this because I will tell you this at a certain point, at a certain point, I will stop giving you the benefit of the doubt.
3: Yeah. If
1: if you have a year plus... And an active trial where a a major component in the case is the prosecution is criminally charging Dominic Black for supplying a a firearm illegally to Kyle Rittenhouse. That is part of the proceedings. And you don't bother to even look at it. And then you make a meme where you make up fake evidence, which results in people saying this proves Kyle Rittenhouse is a murderer. You want the destruction. You want the death. And you want people killed evil people. It mm. is
5: It is incredibly ironic that they are still doubling down on this when what happened in Kenosha happened because of media lies about Jacob Blake being a poor innocent victim and being shot an unarmed black man being shot by police. He had a knife. Yes, he literally had a knife. He, he, he 100% just, he, he just assaulted
1: a woman? Mm-hmm. Yes,
5: yes, but the media is doubling down on this. It's going to happen again, and yeah. I'm starting to think that this is exactly what they want. It's very yeah. hard to argue anything
4: else well, at this point. Well, Tim, some would say your comments are a little bit hyperbolic about them being evil, but there is a lot of lack of empathy here, whether it's LeBron James that just tweeted to 50.3 million of his followers. Look, look,
1: look, look. No, 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 no. I, I'm going to stop you right there. Hi- hyperbolic.
4: Some Richard, would say it's hyperbolic, sure, but I'm saying ri- ri- they, they don't have any empathy, and Richard that's their largest target that O'Jeda, was
1: going on. with 5,000 plus retweets, yeah, is sitting in his room, and he goes, I'm going to make up something. Hmm. Well, well, well hold, hold on there a minute. Hmm. He's like, I'm going to make something up. I am going to fabricate information. Yo, tell me I'm being hyperbolic when I say I'm it is evil. evil to sit there and say I'm going to lie about a kid who was attacked and nearly killed.
0: You said that he's calling for death, and then you're saying he's just lacking empathy.
4: We watched... No, 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 no. I'm saying a lot of other people are lacking empathy towards this entire situation, especially during a very key emotional aspect of this, which adds to your claim uh because someone you know someone just randomly hearing what you just said right now would say oh that's hyperbolic but to add to your claim there is a, an extensive amount of lack of empathy from a lot of higher institutions like USA today they wrote an opinion piece that's mind-boggling to see in an Amer- in one of America's biggest newspapers they wrote a headline that said Kyle Rittenhouse deserves an award for his melodramatic performance well, well, on well, the well, witness well, stand
1: listen listen i think at a certain point the problem we face is that we conservatives libertarians keep giving these people the benefit of the doubt every step of the way
3: mm.
1: Jacob Blake that's his name right Jacob Blake is the yeah. guy he assaults a woman yes mm. in her bed mm. and, with
3: her kids. And,
1: and, she, and 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 her kid and and this guy tries steal uh, taking a vehicle I don't, I don't I think he was stealing it I'm not sure with this woman's children in it after assaulting her the police show up he fights them They tell him to stop. He grabs a knife. The cops shoot him in defense. NFL players wear his name. They put his name on their helmets. This guy assaulted a woman in her bed. If you get the Drift family-friendly show. Mm -hmm. He then drew a knife on the police. I'm not a big fan of the cops, particularly Kenosha cops or Chicago PD. But these are the facts. When you have people like Ojeda sitting in in their room or office looking at everything going on and he says... After all of the destruction, the 30 plus dead in the George Floyd riots, I would like to add to that fire. Mm. I would like to lie. A, 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 A young man's life hangs in the balance. He went there to render aid, as did Gage Grosskreutz. And I will say to both of them, they both went down there in similar circumstances. They both went down there with guns, arguably, well, his was literally illegal. Arguably, Kyle Rittenhouse has an exemption, but that's a matter of law. They both said they wanted to render aid. Now, one, Gross Kreutz is a bit older, and he is an ideologue. Kyle Rittenhouse wanted to be a cop. He's certainly on the other end of that ideological spectrum. Chaos ensues. A man who just got out of jail in a mental hospital, who has, for lack of a better term, committed grievous crimes against children, yes. which, again, family-friendly show. I won't get into the details about what this man did to multiple children, but let me just say some of the worst atrocities a human being could commit okay. against a child. That guy threatens to kill and carve out the heart of Rittenhouse. And Rittenhouse runs for his life screaming friendly, friendly, friendly. And then Rosenbaum grabs his gun after his friend Zeminski fires around in the air. This kid's life hangs in the balance. And Ojeda sitting there says, I am going to make up fake news that will rile up people who already rioted before and killed people. Tell me that's
0: not evil. It's at the very least incompetence. With
4: Absolutely. This is all designed by by plan. I think there's going to be a lot of civil unrest. I think a lot of this is directed towards a divide and conquer agenda. I think this is meant to happen on purpose. And I think there's a reason why the media is acting like a fire department that's not putting out water, but adding fuel to all the fires yeah. that already are out there and sparking this larger division. There's a reason. Anna Kasparian of the Young Turks believed that Kyle was running after people and shooting them because of fake news that gets promoted on social media but you dare question the narrative on social media you get taken down there's people that were doxxed there's people that got fired for for supporting Kyle Rittenhouse from the very beginning of this even before the trial even began mm-hmm. but now luckily thank goodness we're able to see a trial we're able to see a live stream we're able to see a side of the story that we would never see if it wasn't for the mainstream media, that keeps telling a different side of the story. USA Today, Vanity Fair, all these mainstream media institutions, MSNBC, Takes the Cake, are just literally going berserk and insane. Now, I will give credit to PBS, Washington Post, uh, Fox,
1: ABC. They're running raw live streams mm. online mm. of this, and many, many people are watching. Also, give a shout-out to Rakeda Law, because they've been doing these massive legal analysis live streams of the trial, which have been fantastic. And it is the mainstream media that has now begun broadcasting this stuff. But I still don't think we're getting a fair trial. I want to say a few things. The first, I want to highlight this story from TechSpot. Kyle Rittenhouse defense claims Apple's AI manipulates footage when using pinch to zoom. This is big. Today, the prosecutors were able to admit false evidence into the, into the trial mm. because the defense wasn't smart enough to explain to the judge Who also didn't understand the tech, why the images being presented were not real evidence from the night in question. And I'll point out the judge, his phone rings. God bless the USA plays. Mm. Progressives begin demanding a mistrial. Not with prejudice, a mistrial because they want a new judge. I believe the judge's love for this country has resulted in a bias in favor of the ideological left and is a weakness suffered by libertarians and moderates and conservatives, mm. that we keep saying we will uphold our values for those seeking to destroy them. Mm. The other day, Jack Murphy asked me if I thought, uh, uh, based on that argument, the 9-11 hijackers should get a fair trial. And I said, of course. And I think an easier way to explain this is when you have a prosecutor and a defense who both believe in the values of innocent until proven guilty, we're good. But when the prosecution believes in power by any means necessary to destroy our values, the judge should not tolerate that because they're seeking to uh, 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 subvert our our law and order. Which brings me to what happened in this in, in today's case. So here's the story, right? The defense basically said, and I made fun of them for this, and I take it back. I apologize for mocking them. He said, uh, you know, the Apple uses a 3D AI logarithm to to create an image. And I'm like, (laughs) he doesn't know what he's talking about. Now, I do think I was right to be critical of them Mm. because their inability to articulate the problem resulted in the prosecution being able to actually admit this evidence, albeit in a limited structure. I want to explain something very simple to people. Optical zoom. Is when a lens on a camera changes the focal point, and you can see further and further away. Optical zoom is legitimate zoom. In fact, when the defense argued that pinch to zoom, digital enhancement is an is an AI, they weren't they weren't wrong. They just articulated articula, articulated it poorly. The judge ordered the prosecution to bring in an expert to testify that this evidence is legitimate. The expert who came in said it is not zooming. When you enlarge, it is different. The problem was the defense did not know how to say very simply to the judge in their arguments. A pinch to zoom image is an artificially created image that does not represent the night in question. Hmm. It is effectively a computer rendering, creating information that did not originate from the original night in question. It's that simple. Let me give you a a breakdown from a random Reddit user because there's a thread about this on r slash technology. I do think this is relevant. This Reddit user says, I have no dog in this fight, but I am a hobbyist, computer vision enthusiast. This is very simple and very important. Zooming in on images makes them bigger, not clearer. Mm -hmm. To make them clearer, you have to add information that wasn't there before. Interpolation. There are many ways to add information and that information added will change depending on what method is used. That added information absolutely can be misleading and it is not necessarily indicative of reality. The computer is essentially trying to guess what pixels would fit in the gaps and making a guess that is an accurate reflection of reality is not a trivial problem. Many algorithms are only designed to look good and be fast the onus is on the prosecution to justify the accuracy of the information they added to the evidence when they used Apple's zoom method if they can't do that then they need to present the video with no added information i could not believe when i watched this this testimony because the defense was like no no now when we when we enhance this there's new pixels right and the, and the expert goes yes and he goes and what color are they and he goes similar colors, but you don't know what colors are supposed to be there. And he goes, I'm not an expert on how, how the algorithm works. And I'm like, defense, please stop talking about pixels and colors. That is neither here nor there. It's quite simple. Here's what I would ask of the expert, the enhanced image you provided us. It is, is it 100% accurate information that, that was originating from the night in question? And his answer would be no, no, So my question then is, the image you are presenting is not an image from the night in question. No, it has added information that came from somewhere else. Where did it come from? My computer lab a week ago. Mm. Then I would say to the judge, this image is not of the night in question, therefore should not be evidence because it doesn't come from the night in question. They couldn't just say that in 10 seconds. He was trying to argue about pixels and colors. And is it purple? Should it be purple? Why shouldn't it be purple? And I'm like, what are you telling people? And the judge was confused. And the prosecutor goes, your honor, they're trying to take advantage of your your lack of uh, your ignorance with all due respect of technology to pull a fast one on you and make you not understand this is legitimate evidence. It's simple. The photo admitted into evidence is not a photo of August 25th, 2020, mm. period. Mm. The prosecution is cheating, they're lying, and they're getting away with it. Why? Because the judge is a good guy. Because the judge believes that, you know, we have to have this system, even after the judge has said, you are not acting in good faith. He I don't allows believe you. them. He said that, I don't right. believe
2: you. I'm acting in good faith. He's like, I don't believe you when you when you say that.
1: I, I had a tweet last year where I said that the Kyle Rittenhouse case convinced me to vote for Donald Trump. Mm. Donald Trump pinned that tweet to his account. The only pinned tweet. Effective, uh, he, he, he liked it, sorry. He, he liked it, which meant if you go to his account and click likes, only my tweet was there. My thread explaining what's going on with Kyle Rittenhouse. Where I basically explained, the Democrats, the establishment corporate press have lied to such a degree, I fear for, for my future, when they can accuse you falsely of a crime and then destroy your life over it. And that we need active resistance to this, even if it means voting for Donald Trump. The media, pushing their lies, took that and tried to falsely represent what I was saying and what I was supporting and started claiming that people like me and Rittenhouse were supporting overt white supremacists who were hunting down black people. There you go.
2: In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
5: Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: That is the epitome of evil. Mm -hmm. And the prosecutor in this case does not believe in the Constitution. He's already violated on more than one occasion. Today, he was questioning Drew Hernandez, who we've had on the show, who was a direct fact witness who watched this happen and said... You retain the lawyer, therefore you're biased. And the judge snapped at him. What's the relevance here? The judge by now should realize the prosecutor is not playing by the rules and seeks only to gain power. These people are evil, and I think it's it, as if we keep ignoring the fact that these people, their worldview is comprised of destruction. They don't want to make the world a better place. Right. They don't want justice. They want to watch the world
0: burn, uh, and see, they
1: want to steal
0: while they no, do that's it. That's too simplistic. It's too much like Cobra Commander. There's no, they're not, saying that they're evil is kind of vague because it's different, different strokes for different folks. They're going to call you evil. It's just vague. Like, I don't think his intention is to destroy everything. I think he, he believes he's doing good, but they're, he's going about it poorly. I think you are too naive. We just, I we, we, we,
1: we're, we're going to get into this in a second,
0: but let me just stress
1: that Hank Newsom of Black Lives Matter said, we will riot and there will be bloodshed I if think, you try and bring police back in to stop crime.
2: I think your t-shirt is what's explaining the whole thing, and, and I tweeted a couple hours ago, there is a direct parallel, I think, and a huge correlation between the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, between Russiagate between what I deal with and the climate change stuff. Ukraine gate? Your agenda is more important than facts, mm-hmm. than more important than ethics, more important than laws, the constitution procedures. Your agenda is X and I have to uphold this agenda. And so if I have to go through this process, I don't care if evidence says there's no climate change. I don't care if evidence says Donald Trump didn't have European hookers pee on his. Like, I don't care any of that (laughs) stuff. I need this result. I need this to be the result. So all this other stuff you're talking about, the niceties of procedural, that just is in my way. I will dismiss that absolutely effortlessly. That's what the gulags that's what are they're doing, yep. right? I will let dismiss me, all that because I need this
0: conclusion. Mm-hmm.
1: Let me, let me actually let's 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 make a cultural uh, analogy here. You know, I love doing that. Ian, are zombies evil?
0: Mm, according to Dungeons and Dragons, yes, they are. They <laughs> are yeah, <that's laughs> evil. Let's go with it. <laughs> so um, I would
1: actually say it's fair to say zombies aren't evil.
0: I think that's a fair. Uh, they're judgment. mindless. Yeah, they're mindless. Neutral. Drones.
1: So when you have a bunch of people who are mindless, they're destroying, they're destructive, they are used. I don't think the run-of-the-mill Antifa and Black Lives Matter extremist rioter are evil. I think they're, many of them are criminals. Not all of them, but many of them. I'm talking about the rioters, not protesters. Mm. Uh, it's like what we saw in, in Kenosha. They, they have passed domestic abuse things. So they, they abused children in extreme ways. And it's because these are the dregs of society who are angry and dejected. And, uh, and, they're, and they're actively criminals or sometimes they're mentally unwell and they commit these, this violence. I don't think they're evil. However, is the necromancer evil? Y- almost undoubtedly, yes. And they the see.
0: zombie lord would be evil. The lich king. The one controlling the zombies, yes. yes.
1: So the lich king, who knows he is plaguing people with the zombie virus and, rot- and raising corpses from the dead for the purpose of gaining power, is mm. evil. So when you look at ADA Binger, he's not a zombie. The zombies are the rioters. No, he's a necromancer.
4: Now, now I don't know what you nerds are talking about, but I think that really (laughs) evil guy is the mainstream media and big tech social media that are also spinning the webs here. Because when you look at the larger institutions, it's not just some crazy people on Twitter. There's another element here of social media interrupting, injecting, and making sure that only one voice is heard here, that one delusion mindset, it's spread here. And that, of course, is the mainstream corporate authoritative, quote, authoritative, voices that get promoted here, what what do those voices do? Well, they either obfuscate or promote violence. And when you look at it from that kind of aspect, when you see the real-life harm that happened to this country a, a year and a half ago, the last summer, you see how many people died. You saw how many people lost their businesses. You saw entire cities go up in flames, and the mainstream media cheered it on, said it was mostly peaceful. The main, the social media promoted all of these things, helped people organize for them. When you look Kamala, at it from Kamala that Harris kind of perspective, money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Kamala Harris, literally, the most yeah, unpopular man. vice president ever in American history. More unpopular than Dick Cheney who shot his friend in the yes, face. Yes, yeah. true. Emmanuel Macron, the Rothschild banker, doesn't even want to kiss her and he kisses everybody. That's true. Why are you lowering my mic for Lydia? I'm watching you. <laughs> no, 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 I, I, gotta, I gotta say it again. I gotta yeah. say it. Again.
1: Dick Cheney literally <laughs> shot his, his friend, friend in the and, face. And his approval rating was
4: higher than Kamala Harris. It's true, uh, yeah. The, yeah. The, the, up my the, microphone. I am L, you're, sick of the top of the... Establishment, institutions, the power that be controlled by, of course, a lot of the corporate billionaire class literally having their narrative, literally having their agenda, and their agenda is chaos. Order out of chaos, divide and conquer. It's exactly what's happening right now. It's textbook. It's what happened before. It happened with 9-11. It happened with the war on drugs, the war on terror. Now we have a war on COVID. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to have a war on equity. The, the, All of this is going to repeat the same way until we wake up and see the larger con game being played against us.
2: The West Virginia Democrat, Did Twitter ever uh, – say is he Put was sharing misinformation no.
4: makes it up mm-hmm.
2: you know I'd be curious he, he to see said, if of, of he, your he, millions of followers if anyone has ever seen a tweet that was about the from the left of the Rittenhouse case that that twitter said this is misinformation no, of course not. I mean I know he the answer took, to that but it's just it's it's fascinating mm-hmm. isn't it
1: he took a still frame from a video where Kyle Rittenhouse was being attacked and, and just then posted it and maybe he didn't make this information but he posted it and I'm not going to assume anyone else made it up he posted Mm. it and it said that Rittenhouse was attacking Rosenbaum
3: hmm
1: these people don't look for evidence the zombies Hmm. uh, you can't reason with a zombie you look at the moderates, the intellectual dark web, the politically homeless and the conservatives. And for some reason, they're all willing to actually watch videos yeah. and look at the evidence.
2: The funny thing about all of them is that the politicians who, who engage in this, because I know when he was a candidate for president, Biden tweeted about Rittenhouse. I know all the members of the squad did. Every politician chimed in. They all used the white supremacy thing. It, it, it is zombie-esque that they all echoed the same talking point. It is amazing though that they all had to immediately go to race because they know that's what gets everyone excited. Because mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with race. It's white people shooting and getting shot white, at by white, white people. Yep. You know, it think... was in the midst of, 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 Black Lives Matter. But, but I mean, everything is now in the midst of Black Lives Matter. This is in the midst of Black Lives Matter. They rule mm-hmm. the country. I don't, so. I don't,
1: I don't think the race thing is going to play up. For much longer i think it's been it's been breaking down because people don't understand it anymore yeah you know initially everybody was averse to racism like we all did we all abhor it it's bad but now it's to the point where you know even bill maher is like what are you talking about yeah. like like a, the, the, a, a black woman lieutenant governor is a white She's supremacist Winston but,
2: is the black face of white supremacy right. in yeah, virginia
1: seriously. i want to i want to i want to throw it to our good friend lebron james oh, gosh. let's 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 call out these evil people hmm. LeBron James mocks Kyle Rittenhouse's courtroom breakdown. What tears? Knock it off. I'll be quick with this one. Here's his tweet. USA Today said Kyle Rittenhouse broke down in tears at his murder trial while on the witness stand as he described the events of August 25th, 2020 in Kenosha. LeBron James says, what tears? Followed by five question marks. I didn't see one. Man, knock it off. That boy ate some lemon heads before walking into court. Here's a Getty photograph of a tear on Kyle Rittenhouse's face. Huh? I watched it happen. It took me two seconds to Google search a high-resolution image from the Daily Beast, left wing publication, by the way, mm. where you can literally see the tear coming out of Kyle Rittenhouse's eye. He was having a panic attack, and he was crying. And it was real. And people like LeBron James don't care about truth. He didn't do a simple Google search. He didn't take five seconds. He doesn't care. All the, Listen, it has been a decade. The culture war has been Mob mentality. I watched it happen to Luke. When we were in Hamburg, Germany, Luke was walking down the street and a random person screamed Nazi Schweinhund and random people who've never seen Luke in their life got up and ran up and started punching him in the head. That is what we are
4: dealing with. I was like, I'm Polish, you son of a gun. <laughs> like, this is not, you're German, I'm Polish, my family <laughs> literally died through your freaking people killing my people. I had great in the, grandparents died in the video. Died in, there in the, well, in the video. That's crazy, listen, that listen, story. There are yeah. people sitting on a curb. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: And then all of a sudden someone yells, Nazi Schweinhund! And points at Luke, and they get up and start punching Luke.
2: They're just looking for a fight. They don't know and who and he, is. he is, they don't yeah.
1: know what he represents, they don't know what he's doing, they don't care. And that's what LeBron James is. That's what the rioters are. And that's what Gage Grosskreutz was. He was a guy who said, don't know, don't care. I'm going to attack this person. Mm. Well, there
4: was a major mainstream journalist. I'm not going to deflect too much here. But there was a major mainstream journalist in Germany that uh, uh, sent out my picture to everyone saying, he's definitely someone you got to target and attack. And people just blindly followed it without even understanding my background, Mm. my history, my lineage. But that's another story. Tim, I disagree. Hold on. Real real quick. Let me say
1: to, to, to go back to the earlier reference, the journalist who posted Luke's photo is like the necromancer yes. in the an, an analogy. Yeah. Necromancers raise the dead and raise the zombies. And then the zombies attacked Luke. People mm-hmm. who had no idea. They're mindless hordes. They should attack him because someone
4: told them to. Now I disagree with you with your take on LeBron. I think his his judgment is great, especially when it came to Jesse Smollett. He knew that the attack on him was was authentic. He's a great uh, character, uh-huh. judge, of, of character. Uh, judge of character, judge of character. Loves China, and uh, he loves China. And and his I mean his take on the Jesse Smollett thing is the complete opposite of what he's doing here. He has fifty point three million followers mm. tweeting that kind of unethical uh you know just un what's the word that i'm looking for unhinged and not just unhinged but but it just uncaring kind of words towards this entire situation mm. it, him being a thought leader him being a, a major leader uh for a lot of culture uh really is pushing this to the to the it, it's not as as bad as joy Reid. But, but it's pushing it to that kind of scenario, pushing it towards that situation and for for someone to mock someone when they're going through clear signs of PTSD um, is it's 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 very untasteful and it and it leads to this kind of immoral kind of behavior that only escalates things even further from here
3: mm.
0: I from LeBron's hometown, I feel like in another universe we're we're pretty good friends, but he. Has a lot of compassion, but not a lot of intellect. Mm. Bronny, love you, man, but he's 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 outside. He's, he's a bad guy. He's just too powerful for there, for a like, normal guy. Like, uh,
4: I I think at, you
2: can't be eighteen and be told you're the chosen one and and get huh. that tattoo on your back and be. T- it's the same as the Kardashians. It's the same as as a lot of our elected officials. I think we have too much of a of a worship culture. And these people do begin to believe that they are that much smarter, that much. Look, Barack Obama thinks he's the smartest person in the world because people have told him that. You listen to one of his policies and they're atrocious. You see it in evidence. Joe Biden thinks he's one of the smartest people in the world because he's been told that. I've been in the Senate for 60-something years. And LeBron is probably the same way. It's amazing. Celebrities, you know, Bruce Springsteen thinks he has insights. What what does Bill Gates know about science? The
1: guy's a coder. No, and he's not. He's, and yet, he's. Oh, Sorry, he's he's a tech. He's, got, look, no, he's, he's, he's a businessman. He's, he's a businessman. He yeah. bought programs and sold them. There you
2: go. I'm sure he understands some. Computer he probably codes. understands some, but now he's talking about agriculture policy healthcare, and it's yeah. like, and healthcare policy. It's like, dude, shut up! You don't know everything. I know you're rich, but shut up! You don't know everything. But these There's people a, do begin to think they know everything. That's LeBron's I'll, problem. I'll
1: throw this to the left. There is an honest and good critique in. Just because someone knows how to make money does not mean they should wield power over policy in other positions. Mm -hmm. George Soros is single-handedly contributing to the downfall in this country when he dumps money into various foundations that get district attorneys elected who stop prosecuting crime and then crime escalates. Just because he knows how to do hedge fund whatever and and bet on stocks doesn't mean he knows how to run policy. And so what ends up happening in our system, for better or for worse, is that people— make tons of money from one thing they might be good at, and then use that money to influence things they know nothing about. Hmm. Now, I don't know what the solution is, because I don't think communism is a better uh, outcome, just randomly giving power to people. But I certainly think there's a problem of Bill Gates buying the DOS operating system from someone for 50 grand, then licensing it to IBM at a dollar per computer, which makes him rich. And now, all of a sudden, he's a vaccine expert buying farmland. Yeah, they, Bill Gates can come out and make a statement, and the media and and big tech will allow whatever he says. Who is he to make medical judgments? He has yeah. no idea. What, he has no idea. He's, yeah. he's not a doctor.
5: Thomas Sowell calls this kind of person who's good at one thing the benighted because these are people who can make these choices and who suffer zero consequences if this doesn't pan out. But I wanted to ask you guys, do you think that LeBron James is like the necromancer or is he like one of the zombies? Zombie. I feel like he's somewhere in between because he has so he's, many followers. He's right? like,
1: uh, uh, it's like when uh, a one, uh, a one, uh, uh, uh a giant is... is No, no, a better yet. Here's a better way to put it.
0: A zombie giant lord.
1: Maybe, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think a better way to put it is when the Khaleesi's dragon fell down beyond the wall and then the White Walker rose the dragon from the dead and became a a Mm -hmm. lich dragon. Like, very powerful, but still a zombie. Mm. People,
0: I think, can phase between zombie lord and zombie. And you can reason with the zombie (laughs) lord. You can't reason with the zombie. So if you catch Henry Kissinger on the street and you directly ask him a question, he's going to have a hard time lying because he's not in that state of dissonance all the time Loot knows this yeah so, so that's, remember, what, remember, a lot of your work is fascinating because you've found these people in their weak point spots yeah and get them to say things that you're like how no zombie would the zombies are already blockaded from that from that truth remember donald rumsfeld
4: yeah well we just came about everything in. i have no idea
1: what you're talking about yeah
4: yeah no no, um, no. when he gave a press conference on that exact same <laughs> issue and we just asked him another question about that uh but but yeah a lot of these people you know when when they're just zombies they're just you know there's really no getting through them uh, there's really no kind of hope for them for a lot of people. That's mm. the kind of larger ideas when we're, when we're talking about zombies. I don't think that's the case here. I, th- I think some people act like zombies, but I think there's also a chance for a lot of people to wake up because at some points I think all of us were zombies. <laughs> I, I think, think all of us were in the data at some point to be mm. completely blind to NPCs another reality, NPCs, yeah. and, and totally unaware, and totally by, you know, played by the fiddle by the mainstream media, I, that was telling I, us I, narratives. We can, that we previously we can fall back into it, yeah. that's the danger.
0: Not, not, people not, can slip back into zombification if you're not vigilant.
1: But not everybody. I mean, look, you have a long history of constantly challenging government officials, and I mean, you, you were a teenager yelling at, you know, these, these government uh, actors and stuff like that. There are a lot of people who have always questioned and challenged but I do think it's fair to say there are a lot of people who are waking up to this. There, uh, Anna Kasparian.
5: Yeah, my, nothing my but res-
1: no. nothing. I am. I will say nothing but respect in this moment that she said I was wrong. Mm-hmm. She looked at the evidence. She
0: she's was a, in a bubble. She's an angel now. She saw the truth. The, the white fire of purity oh, burned Lord, her zombie skin away and, <laughs> and <laughs> created an angel. So many characters I, in A yes. little a little too much Magic here. All the way. I'm not going I'm to say that.
2: Mage. But but I I I think again I'm I'm still stuck on your on your t-shirt. Uh, I mean you look at you look at the course of of not not even all of history, just the last 150 years. I mean Chairman Mao watched 100 million people die because he had this ideology that he had to implement. And I'm sure people were like, "But my whole family, my whole village, they're all dead." And he was like yeah, but you know, like it's it's it's, unne- it's 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 sad. Yeah. I think this West Virginia, I forget his name. I, I think they they see the 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 um, um, West Virginia the, the the Kenosha riots. I see they think all oh, this is kind of necessary. Like these are these are, it's unfortunate. It's yeah. the same as the people who said you, we can't let Donald Trump win, so we have to say hydroxychloroquine is deadly yeah. because it's, it's, if I, you die from your lung fluid, sorry, but we have a greater agenda. Human beings
1: have a problem where they assume everyone thinks the way they think. And so one of the problems you'll see on the right is that people on the right have consistently said things like, why would anyone want injustice in this trial? Like, they genuinely don't understand why leftists are doing what they do. I saw a really important tweet, though, from a progressive leftist journalist who said something to the effect of Kyle Rittenhouse and his supporters stand in the way of racial transformative justice— and blah, 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 blah. The point was, this is where I was like, I'm, I, I understand their worldview. When Black Lives Matter rioters, even child abusers like Rosenbaum, mm. burn down buildings and beat people to death. Like, well, let's just not say in this particular instance, of the Rosenbaum, not to death, but in Kenosha, bashed a 70-year-old man over the back of the rock, leaving him bleeding on the ground, burning down his building. They view that as the path towards racial justice. We... Don't we, we think? But but they're reckless and they're criminals. They see it as we gotta burn down these buildings, mm. and you're standing in our way because you're evil. What p- we, independents, libertarians, classical liberals, conservatives need to understand is they don't view riots and murder as injustice. They view that as the necessary path towards racial equity.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: We view that as I don't understand why they would cause harm this way. Uh, freedom tunes. Has a very great uh, cartoon they just put out, Seamus, big fan and good friend of the show, Yes, where it's two people talking to a leftist, and he says, family-friendly show, by the way, the man who abused children. In this instance, you know, why are you defending him? And the leftist is like, I'm, you know, oh, no, why would you, that that poor man. Hmm. And they're like, why would you support someone who does this? And then the joke is. Seamus in the cartoon says, this guy kinda looks like Voldemort. And then the <gasps> left goes, and then thinks of Kyle Ragnas as Harry Potter or whatever. That joke, while I agree is funny, doesn't understand, in my opinion, how the left perceives Rosenbaum and the Kenosha riots. They're not supporting, uh, um, a, a, a child abuser. They're supporting burning down buildings and destroying American institutions as necessary for justice. Mm. They think it is it is lawful good. That's what they genuinely believe, lawful good, to burn down and destroy things because they live in a different moral framework it's and different reality. the
0: problem with the paladin, man. Lawful good obsession can lead you astray. If you think something's evil when it's not, you go full bore into destroying it. Yep. That is a very dangerous way to live. These are,
5: this is 100%, I think, because they are ideologues. Their their overarching idea is over everything, and this is where the saying "you have to break a few eggs to make an omelet" comes from. In mm. my understanding, this is something where you have to sacrifice a few children, a few people whose lungs fill up with fluid. Doesn't really matter because you're getting your end goal, and let's, that's all they're
1: going for. Let's let, let, let's bring it back. Black Lives Matter from the New York Post. Oh boy, BLM leader threatens riots, fire, and bloodshed if New York in New York City if Eric Adams gets tough on crime, specifically. Eric Adams, the new mayor, says he wants to bring back a new version of what's called the anti-crime unit. These are officers who dress in plain clothes and stop crime in progress and get illegal guns off the streets. I'm going to pause for a second. I don't believe they should be getting quote-unquote illegal guns off the street because Mm. if you want to change Second Amendment, you can go for Second Amendment. If New York wants to have unconstitutional laws about guns, then they need to change the constitution of this country. That being said, an anti-crime unit Actively will stop a crime in progress. And they do. And since the dissolution of this unit last year, I believe... necessary. were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The response from Black Lives Matter. Let me read you this quote. He says, "If they think they are going back to the old ways of policing, then we're going to take to the streets again." Says Hank Newsom. There will be riots. There will be fire. And there will be bloodshed. He threatened. He goes on to say, "To ignore that history and say you're bringing it back means that he's tone deaf." Now uh, they they do go on to say, and uh, you know. The BLM letter said he was troubled. Adams didn't offer a comment on police reform. He wouldn't offer us anything concrete. Quote, I am not threatening anyone. I am just saying that it's a natural response to aggressive oppression. People will react. Now.
2: It's not natural response, I, but. Well, uh,
1: I, I have defended Hank Newsom before. Mm-hmm. He's the guy who showed up to a MAGA rally and shook hands and took photos of Trump supporters right. and tried mm-hmm. to bridge that gap and made comments about how he loves America. And he's also appeared in documentaries where he's talked about his concerns and I respect him and his concerns. But to come out and say, we're going to take to the streets and there will be riots, fire, and bloodshed is you saying your actions will lead to death or injury, mm-hmm. maiming, fire, and rioting. Then to come out and go, uh, it's not a threat. It's just the natural outcome. It's like, dude, you are overtly telling us that if we try to bring back policing because crime is skyrocketing, you're going to try and kill people. Hmm.
2: Yeah, and, and the sad thing about um, being a native New Yorker and and, and knowing the city very, very well, the neighborhoods where the the, the crime has skyrocketed are not – the, the rich white neighborhoods, right? right? Like it's 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 pre- predominantly the minority neighborhoods, which have always been sadly more dangerous and have had more crime, but were the ones that had the most improvement. Well, and, actually, and and, a, a, and so a, a, these are the sp- ones that are suffering the most. That's I got to stop.
1: I got to st- stop you. there, actually Upper West Side crime has been skyrocketing. Upper
2: West, yeah, no, all the city That's is the rich area. All the way, uh, the city is 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 definitely in headed in the wrong direction. Um, but I mean, there are whole neighborhoods in New York where the crime unit. Focused on because that's where a lot of the crime was. And, again, why is there a lot of the crime there? Government. That's where government built all the projects. You know, yep. these enormous 1950s, 1960s, 20-story projects that were built by government. And let's put all these people here. They, they created these bad what, neighborhoods. What
1: they did, I did a documentary on this, is when the government created project housing, they took all of the city's poor people and centralized them. And then they stopped funding the buildings, mm. Mm. causing poverty and disrepair. Jeez. So you have people who are already impoverished, seeking help, centralized now in one location. And then you stop funding the building, which causes them to live in squalor and desperation. And now you've created a major hub of crime. Yeah. Because poverty breeds crime.
2: And you destroyed their schools. Yep. Yep. Right. And, 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 and you, they have no school choice. And, so and now the policies we have
1: they put in play— Generation
2: um, after generation after generation, born iris- and raised.
1: Irrespective of race, mm-hmm. the policies put in place in these cities by Democrats have destroyed the family. Black Lives Matter overtly says they want to disrupt the nuclear family, which results in, in young uh, individuals growing up to be violent— and typically uh, um, getting arrested or
4: convicted of crimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a big uh, conversation to have about fatherless homes and the socioeconomic impacts on cities when it comes to pushing that. And it's pushed not just by the government. It's pushed socially by social media. It's pushed by Hollywood. It's pushed. Mm-hmm. It's in commercials. It's, it's in movies. But the larger point here is uh, the mayor, the current mayor, uh, Bozo the Clown de Blasio, was <laughs> asked about this specific issue, this kind of specific veiled <clears throat> threat, and he ignored it. Uh, he decided not to even answer. He, he dodged questions about this very specific issue. Eric Adams is taking over for him as the mayor of New York City, and he has campaigned on this particular promise will he back down will he implement it well it's going to be very interesting uh eric adams also said he was going to look at the vaccine mandates in new york city which obviously make the situation that much worse especially for uh blacks in new york city which are going to be discriminated against even more Mm -hmm. there's going to be less uh economic opportunities for blacks in new york city because of this vaccine mandate uh, Eric Adams said that he looked at this vaccine mandate but is still going to be implementing it and still going to be following through with Bozo the Clown de Blasio's policy and setting up this form of domestic passport discriminat- discrimination system where you have to have your identification and a vaccine card everywhere you go in New I York City. I just got mine
2: tattooed on my arm. It's <laughs> easier. I just have them, have them show it. Just get the, the bar cut on the, your forehead. Yeah, the interesting thing about, about uh, Eric Adams when he takes over is that New York is in such a terrible state that it will be so evident if he's making progress. Mm-hmm. Like it, it won't be this ethereal. Are we doing better than you were four years? Like it will be so clear. Murder is here. Crime is here. Yeah. Homeless is here. Defecation on the street is here. Like like his his metrics are are really uh, really easy to define. They
3: could
1: have they could have voted for uh, Curtis Slewa.
5: Yeah. The True. guardian yeah. angel guy.
1: Yeah. And uh, he had a good
4: campaign. If people want to vote for the same thing over and over again, then. Well, this I, I just, is interesting. Do do? Eric Adams campaigned on being tough on crime, right. on bringing the city back and and helping the police. uh So will he implement it based on these threats? Well, it's going to be interesting to see, but I don't have a lot of hope. I don't understand
2: myself. de Blasio, our own uh, mayor when I lived in in D.C. A couple, for however many years and I'm now thanks, so thankfully gone. If you are a mayor and you are watching the Rittenhouse trial and you're hearing these things come out saying, if this verdict is not the way we want it, we will be rioting. How do you not have a task force to say, if you think I am friggin' putting up with this again? Like the 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 plywood on every single building, mm-hmm. the No. Like this time you're not rioting. Because it happened in Kenosha and it's terrible what happened in Kenosha. Not good, not bad. It's terrible what happened. They but they, it was Kenosha. It wasn't downtown DC. So you don't get to burn down a Starbucks in DC because you are pissed off about
1: equity. Seven hundred miles away. Sorry, they, they deployed how many? What twenty five thousand National Guard to D.C. over yeah. January sixth? Yeah, and when we have Black Lives Matter for over a hundred days in Portland, nothing. Yeah, and that was Trump. Is who this did nothing, Eric? Yeah.
0: What is this guy's name? Uh, yeah, Hank, Dad, Newsom. Hank Newsom. Newsom. Is this oh. like? Do you think this warrants a, a meeting with the FBI, like an FBI agent, being like, "Hey, Hank, uh, what did you mean?" by Yeah, that and then that they give
4: him the paycheck for, right. for yeah.
1: helping <laughs> organize. At, at the very yeah, least, visit job, him guy. and ask him what he meant.
0: The FBI yeah.
1: had evidence. Of Kenosha, they did not give to the defense. How can, how can the FBI
2: possibly interview him when they're too busy going to James yes! O'Keefe. What well, yeah, concerns me exactly. that right. mean, like, is that? This is going
0: to repeat. Well, a lot yeah, of the pro- <laughs> whoa,
4: whoa, whoa. They got <laughs> yeah. journalists. That's right. They <laughs> people to arrest. A <laughs> lot <laughs> of the provo- or provo- provocateurs or provocateurs, yeah. they're usually on their payroll. Yeah, you know, That's usually they, the case. They've so got the governor of
0: Michigan to kidnap. The mm, FBI right. has January oh, 6th to In start. a way, if there's civil unrest, then it gives the FBI a reason to get more funding, to create more military... uh paramilitary organizations that they can then go, well, yes. secret police, and I see. exactly yeah. Now, if Mr. Newsom
2: said that he thinks he saw a noose hanging from his garage, like Bubba Watson, <laughs> the FBI <laughs> will be on or that. They 13, will send 16 yeah. agents yep. within hours yeah, to Jussie go investigate, Smollett, come to protect the in Juicy. It's in a, ju- a Juicy. Juicy Smoulier. Juicy, sorry. Juicy sorry. Smoulier.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's Dave Chappelle who made that joke. <laughs> right. That's a good joke. Good dude, huh?
0: Well, the <sighs> FBI should be visiting this guy and asking him why he said he and his cohorts <laughs> are going to light yeah. fires and draw blood. Yeah, you yeah. just don't draw get...
2: blood. I mean, uh, th- th- all of the riots, we will always look back at that with a bizarre... Uh, uh, um spectatorship. And talking to my parents, who were obviously considerably older, they talked about the 68 riots and how they would said they would watch it on TV and say, what the heck is happening right now? And how mm-hmm. come it seems so out of our control? And there is some sociological truth about mobocracy. But when it is being predicted right now, like, oh, there's a trial, closing testimonies on Monday, Tuesday night, boys. We got to start. Per- no, no, no. Like, you don't get t- to do this again. We're finally coming
0: out of the summer of love. And the fact, that, <laughs> the, the fact that it's being presented this way, like, does the uh, New York state government have any recourse to go visit uh, Hank I Hank's house and be like, way. hey, what did you mean by this? You see, the reason they're going to detain you for a no, little bit and no. ask.
1: For, first of all, like the guy just said, uh, he, 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 he didn't make a direct threat towards a person or to commit an action. So I don't think there's any actual. But, but
0: he's like a ringleader of an organization. And he said, we are going to. That's right. Mm.
1: Uh, the issue is. Or did the he main, say that literally? We are going to? we are going to take to the streets mm-hmm. there will be riots and when, when, fire and we're like hey what do
0: you mean we're going to he's like oh i mean it's just the natural order of things that yeah. is going to like make it. but bad. you can't Ian, manifest Ian. that and not take responsibility for that
1: i want to i want to use my favorite favorite um logical uh, assessment or whatever you want to call it uh, Ian, do you think that dave rubin would ever lead a mob of angry riding classical liberals with torches and crowbars <gasps> to smash up windows and attack people Uh, No, but if it happened in the future. Now, do you think Antifa would?
0: Well, that's not an individual, but I've seen the people from that organization. Well, do you
1: think this guy who's threatened to do it? That
0: guy would be way more likely, I would think, than Dave Rubin. Uh, So it's
1: very simple. The police are probably thinking, if I kick in the door, uh, you know, let's play a game. Do you think there's ever a circumstance in which James O'Keefe will take crowbars, bats, and a horde of angry Actual journalists to the streets to huh. smash up mainstream media headquarters. No, very unlikely. N- not very unlikely. Very, impossible. very
0: unlikely. Yeah. Never going. I can't say never, but. You know and
1: do I'm you saying. think that there's a? Pro- uh, it is more likely or probable that Hank Newsom will lead a riot of Black Lives Matter and anti-fa activists to cause well, fires and bloodshed. As he
0: just said, he was going to, or or alluded right. to that. Then yes, yes, and I so do believe that. Actually,
1: who do you think the feds are more afraid of? Hank. In-
3: oh yeah. Right,
1: they know that if they arrest James O'Keefe, the worst thing that'll happen is they'll get a finger wagging.
3: Hmm.
1: We'll complain. We'll say this is a violation of our constitutional rights. There may be a lawsuit. But for the most part, they'll be safe and fine. But they know that if they enter into a Black Lives Matter riot to try and put charge on this guy, their lives will actually hmm. be at risk by violent rioters and criminals. Now, I want all these people to be safe. I don't want anyone to get hurt. I don't care if they're a rioter. I don't care if they're you know the, the, the law enforcement needs to be safe as they do their job. But it's clear to me. That the federal law enforcement and law enforcement in general has consistently taken the path of least resistance. That is, it is much easier to go to a NASCAR gra- uh, garage huh. where there's a pull rope than mm. it is to actually go and arrest, say, like the Gate hoaxers. Why? Well, they're politically powerful and they have resources. It's much easier to throw James O'Keefe against the wall while he's partially clothed and steal his phone because they know James O'Keefe will simply take it to the courts. And they know that if they go up against violent rioters who are willing to fight law enforcement, they could get hurt. Mm. So they don't go up against what's more difficult. And police do the same thing. If
0: they're not going to defend the people because they don't want to get hurt, then they shouldn't be the defenders of Of the people. Of
1: course not. Bing, bing, bing. You nailed it. But
0: Christopher Ray will say at a press conference that
2: we will do a thorough investigation to determine... (laughs) why we let this man rape like seven of our gymnasts over the course of ten years yeah. and, and never once, you know, the, 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 all those poor girls, the American gymnasts, they were like, the FBI, we brought this to you year after year. Yeah. And he was like, we
1: will need to determine what happened. I got it. I got the story for you guys. Nobody. From TimCast.com, LAPD tells residents to cooperate and comply with robbers oh, amid rise and burglaries. There you go. Wow. I want you to imagine two societies, one in which everyone for the most part, is armed and unwilling to comply. Period. Criminals would be like, "There's no point in trying to rob this person. They'll scream. They'll attack me, and and my mm-hmm. life will be at risk." Now, I want you to imagine another society in which uh, they are t- the government tells everyone, "Do whatever you're told, and you're not allowed to be armed." Well, now the criminals know you will do nothing to me, and you can't. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. that's that's literally like Clockwork Orange. Where you've got these robbers and and people are just comply with them just because
1: they're afraid that the situation will get worse. My mentality has always been, growing up in Chicago, if anyone comes near me, I will make sure they understand it will be a very bad day. Mm. And they might uh, take my stuff. They might win in a fight against me. But I'll tell you this. There's a guy across the street who will drop to his knees and beg you. I will swing at you. Mm. So leave me alone. Mm. And you know what? Growing up in in Chicago with all the violence and the shootings and everything. So I've only been there, there was only one time someone tried mugging me and I told him to shove off and he threatened me and I laughed. Plain clothes, anti-crime police then emerged out of the out of nowhere. True story. Grabbed the guy and screamed in his face. I could have, as soon as the guy walked up to me, just been like, just take take everything from me. Take take my wallet, my phone, and, you know, and I didn't have any money anyway. But no, I just kept walking and I laughed and I was like, you're an idiot. I was like, I don't have any money anyway. Hmm. And he was like, yo, I got a knife. And I was like, oh, and I'm just making fun of him. (laughs) And then if I didn't keep walking, um, I don't know if the cops would have, would have seen him and caught him. Yeah. And if I stood there in, you know, on the street corner in, 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 it was dark out, maybe he would have pulled a weapon or whatever. But I ignored him and I said, you ain't getting nothing from me, dude. And then I, 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 this is another reason why I think police are a good thing when done properly is three cops, a plain clothes officer, Walked up and grabbed him and slammed him up against a fence and screamed, "Not in my town!"
5: And I wow. was like, "Whoa!"
1: <laughs> Apparently, he had seen the guy earlier harassing mm-hmm. women, and they were keeping an eye on him. So good on the cops. I just, I, I think my attitude has always been, be it antifar far anybody. If you want a, the path of least resistance to terrorize someone and rob them, it ain't mm. going to be me.
2: Yeah. Well, that headline is what we were saying right before the show started, and you, you prefaced at the beginning of your, your uh, of the show. Um, they use our values against us. Mm-hmm. And our values are, let's not hurt these poor people. They, they're they robbing for a reason, right? We have to understand what their plight is and let's just comply. Let's get along. Our values of, of, of sensibility, of society, of goodness, of whatever you want to label it, Christian or not, um, they use those values against us. And that is, that is the weakest thing a society could do is to let your values be turned against you for your own destruction. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you know they did a study? where they took convicted criminals violent offenders muggers robbers burglars rapists etc and they showed them images of people walking and they said uh, you know rate the likelihood you would victimize, you would target this person for a mugging Mm. and they all did and you know what they found the people that were chosen by the criminals had typically been attacked before Hmm. they found that the way you carry yourself if you present weakness or, dis- or you're distracted mm. makes you more likely to be targeted. So if you're walking upright, shoulders, you know, up. Squared. Shoulders squared, head straight up, walking firm and confidently, they leave you alone, not even by conscious thought. Yeah. Their it, subconscious is like, this person's gonna be a problem for me.
4: Well, it's like lions hunting. And, and, you know, I, I knew some criminals in New York City. It, it was like, they could sense someone's weakness. They, they preyed on people's weakness. And I had different responses, uh, with the police. I mean, there was many times, uh, I got jumped a couple of times. I knew all other people got jumped. A lot of the times the police officers just kind of like rolled by. <laughs> and it didn't do nothing. And I'm like, I'm getting the crap beat out of me by all these people. And then, and I had a, a number of these incidences. But imagine, being a police officer, I mean, being a criminal in Los Angeles right now. Reading this, being like line. this is open season. Yes. Like, this is great. Like yes, it's been to. happening. Like, like do you see the yeah. video,
1: uh, there's the, the video from San Francisco where the guy goes in the Walgreens with a garbage bag on yeah. his bike and he's just shoveling stuff in,
3: Loading or stuff the in. women
1: who go to the makeup section and they're shoveling it all in, or in Connecticut, you see this video, they go in the store and they load up three shopping carts and just walk Jeez. out with it, and then you hear someone say, "Don't do it, Jim. You'll you'll get fired." what Jeez. you tell criminals hmm. that no one will do anything against them when they commit crimes they're going to be like okay
0: this is what i don't get know. about the san francisco thing why did they announce it that they weren't going <laughs> to announcing look at <laughs> <They're> this. Announcing <laughs> this. this is know. open this season nonsense. for <laughs> uh,
4: average people that can't defend themselves <laughs> I, as of course they have to jump through hoops to even be able to have a this, firearm like this, this i
0: get because sh- sh- it's kind of like a public broadcast they want everyone in la to know but the, the San Francisco thing, why wouldn't they just keep it like, hey, by the way, we are going to prosecute you just so you know, and then just not do it. So at least there was like this. No, because they're on the side of the criminals because right.
1: they that believe the path to racial justice is the destruction of this country. Reparations. If, they're, that's, they're, if
0: law enforcement is thinking that way, it's the watchman. Let, let me explain yeah,
2: something.
1: It, it's the watchman. and you need, you need to have destruction in order to be able to rebuild. Well, so it's, it's actually quite simple. There, I remember the old conspiracy theory about the Amero. Do you guys remember this? The yeah. Amero? Luke, you remember the Amero, right? Yep, yep. It's like a North the,
0: American currency.
1: It never happened. But the idea was that, you know, Canada's got the Canadian dollar, the American dollar, there's the Mexican peso, and they wanted to create a currency that would work between all three countries. Never happened. I don't know if it, you know. It's called cocaine. Well, it was called the Amero, <laughs> right? No, no, but here's the point. What, what the conspiracy uh, uh, entailed was that Powerful actors in each government needed to normalize the economies before you could implement a single, singular currency. If the value of the Canadian dollar is lower than the American dollar, you can't introduce one currency because it would destroy the Canadian economy. What they need to happen is the American economy to crash to the level of Canada and Mexico. And once they're normalized, huh. then mm. you will, you will get the opportunity for a one, one continent currency. What the ideology of the left is. Is that there is historical and systemic racism among black and brown communities, but not Asian communities, which is why they don't include them. Of course. So the idea is if you have a city with a rich white neighborhood and a poor black neighborhood and you burn the whole city to the ground, now everyone is at the same level and let them start again equally. This mm.
5: this is exactly what they're doing with The Great Reset, which mm. is really interesting to me, too. They're like, oh, this is total chaos. But there's great opportunity here. I'm like, okay, well, that seems really suspicious at best. But I was going to say, too, I think this L.A. thing is going to be a huge red pill for people on gun control. Mm. Because when you put gun control into these places, criminals are like, hey, man, I don't care. It's just one more law I'm going to be breaking. I'm going to get a hold of a gun from Indiana or whatever Lori Lightfoot complains about in Chicago. And they're like, I'm going to go through with it. This is basically Christmas coming early because people are unarmed.
1: If there's somebody who's like... Got no, no moral, uh, um, uh, compass preventing them from killing someone. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure jail is not a
4: deterrent. No. Yes. <laughs> no. Or guy
5: in Kenosha. And but you remember,
4: f- cooperate and comply. It's gonna be easier yeah. if you just comply. People who, who make those arguments about complying just, ugh. I absolutely <laughs> bothered the crap out I, of them. I, I feel like if every single person
1: was an angry, arrogant individual when it came to these muggings or robberies or whatever, There would be no robberies. Mm -mm. These criminals would be like, there's a woman. And she would just go, and then pull out a gun. (laughs) (laughs) They'd be like, I ain't going anywhere near any. These people are crazy. Instead, we have a society full of scared, timid victims. Well,
2: that's the problem with, again, growing up in New York City is that guns were illegal. And so you couldn't defend yourself. Home home break-ins were fairly frequent because they knew you didn't have a gun. My dad used to have knives above most of the lintels and most of the doors in the house. And I remember asking him about it, and he's like, I have to defend the house somehow. But you can't have a gun. So if you're a criminal what's the
1: most that's going to happen? They're going to come at you with a steak knife, the so heck? you break down and, doors. And the uh, Kevin McAllister method is also illegal.
5: Yeah, unfortunately. What's yeah. Up? <laughs> Booby traps. <laughs> yeah.
1: Booby trapping your home is actually, you can't do it. It's illegal. Yeah. So, right, so when that little kid puts the paint bucket on
4: the top of the stairs, oh, you'll go to prison for that. That's yeah. Defending yourself and, in any way in New York City, you go to jail. Exactly. If someone robs you, someone attacks you, you leave a blemish or a mark on them, the police officers put you in jail. Yeah. Yep. Th- that's insane. In In New Jersey. People keep telling me that there is castle
1: doctrine and they mm. comment it all the time and you're wrong. Technically, New Jersey has castle doctrine, but it's an affirmative defense. Meaning, if you are in your home, in your, in your boxers, eating a midnight burrito, <laughs> when all of a sudden your door gets kicked in and a guy lit, and, and a group of people all dressed like the Joker brandishing weapons walk in. So you grab your, you know, your, your, your AR-15, And you say, oh, no, they have guns and they're threatening my life. And you shoot them. Sure, you have castle doctrine, but don't worry. The police will be there to arrest you. Mm -hmm. You'll be charged with homicide in each incident. And then when you go to trial, you can beg the the jury to believe you when you say, I had no choice. I was defending myself. Whereas now that that, that may be a circumstance that occurs in many states. But there are many states where the cops would come in and be like, this person entered your home and they have a gun. I'm sorry this happened to you. Have a nice day.
2: Well, that's why the known fact is that you make sure you drag the body in f- as far into the living room as possible. Mm. I, I, mean, I I remember a cop in, telling me that in New York City. If you ever have wow. to kill someone who breaks into your house after you stab them in the doorway, drag them it's as far into states. the house as possible. Yeah, well, blue, states. blue states. quite literally, state don't resistance. touch them. Yeah. But and in, then in
1: I, New York, in New Jersey, in Illinois, if someone breaks into your home, and threatens your life to your face, and you defend yourself, you will be charged.
2: And it's because of those policies in, in Washington, D.C., which is just as bad as New York or anywhere else, Easily, yeah. that those who can't afford to... Cross the river, and they move into Arlington, and they move into Alexandria, and they move into Fairfax, but then they vote exactly the same way they yep. did as they were just in, in in. and then they're like, Virginia's a blue state. No, it's not. It's as red as red could be, but it's got this really intense, very small blue dot, and it's 51% of the population. As,
4: as the politicians who implement this policy go behind their gated communities yeah. and live in a yep. protected society, it, it's exactly. just mind boggling to see this repeat over and over again. And I, I think truly, <laughs> if people had the ability to arm themselves, to defend themselves, the situation would be so much different, so much better for the rest of society because you level the playing field. People need to understand, uh, when you're in a place that bans guns, innocent people can't defend themselves, criminals can have guns and will have guns because they're criminals. They don't care about the law or they don't care about gun-free zones. They uh, will have guns.
2: You won't. As long as it's muskets, though, because that's what the Second Amendment's about. mm, It's about muskets. We
1: we are very close. There could be a Supreme Court ruling which grants nationwide constitutional carry effectively. We'll see. Basically, the the issue is that New York is a May-issue state. Mm. You apply for a concealed carry and they say, well, think about it. Mm. You need a valid reason. It's almost impossible to get. New Jersey is also a may issue state. However, effectively, they're known as a no issue state because in New Jersey, you can say someone threatened my life. I need a gun for personal protection. And they'll say, thank you for your attempt at getting a weapon. Now get out. You're never Mm. getting one. So the Supreme Court's going to hear this case. I believe it's pertaining to the New York lawsuit where it would require states to issue concealed carry in a reasonable amount of time for any reason, because we have a second amendment Mm. in my personal opinion. I believe that because of the Second Amendment, anyone should be allowed to keep in bare arms. And I said anyone.
3: Mm.
1: Anyone. Now, through due process, you can lose your right to keep in bare arms. That yes. means if you're a convicted felon, due process has come and is part of the punishment. You will you know, lose your right to keep in bare arms. However, I personally believe that there should be a time limit or a time frame set on that, meaning is it a life sentence? Is it a five-year prohibition? We shouldn't just say if you're a felon, period, it's a life sentence to never defending yourself. I don't agree with that. Some people commit felonies and they get one year in prison and then they get out and they go back to their lives. They should be allowed to vote and keep in bear arms. They can also
2: get a felony for mail fraud as opposed Mm -hmm. to a felony for assault with a deadly weapon, right? Right. Those are different felonies. What do you think of an age?
1: None. Because the Constitution – you have to think back to uh, the time of the founding fathers. Muskets. Uh, regardless, actually, they had many things. They had flintlock pistols, I'm they joking, had muskets, they had repeaters, um, like, well, eventually they had repeaters, but they also had, um, uh, I forgot, I forgot what the gun was called. It was a multi-barreled gun that could oh, go up, yeah. up, 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 up. So they had fast-firing capabilities, uh, regardless. Back then, let me, let me ask you a question. Hmm. The year is 1770, and there's a farm. And, uh, the farmer has five children, ranging from 17 down to seven. Do you do you think all of those children will be working the farm, working the fields?
2: That seven-year-old has a has a twenty-two or the equivalent thereof in in seventeen seventy, and he is trying to get rabbits and 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 pigeons and, and squirrels because he's got to learn and he's got to do his part.
1: And maybe not the seven-year-old, but uh. maybe the twelve-year-old is told by the father, uh, "You know, we got a boar problem. If you see him, take the musket and, and yeah. deal with it." Yeah. yeah, very likely the children were armed. Now, there are questions about population density and how that impacts a lot of these laws in my opinion, but the constitution will need to be amended if yeah. we want to make those changes. That is to say, I do believe it's reasonable to have a, to have an age limit to a certain degree. I believe it's reasonable. However, the constitution does not ex, does not dictate this. Therefore, I believe it is unconstitutional to bar a 16, 17-year-old, 15, 14, 13, 12, whatever from bearing arms. Yeah. My
2: concern is Look. that we've been playing with age so much that now you have to be 21 in in most in states to, to smoke, mm. not even well, just no, drink, no, no, no. to drink. To
1: smoke in Virginia, you have to be at least 21 for a handgun. Yeah. Now that is crossing the line. I think anyone should say that's wrong because you're 18. You can join the military. Yeah. There was, but there they was want a, 16
2: year olds to vote. 15 year olds <laughs> can drive, so it's like so you you can drive no, at 15, different. but you can't but you can't smoke till you're 18, but you can't have a beer till you're 21, but you can go to Fallujah. Yeah. At, at seventeen, but, but and I think a half, another so... aspect
4: another social aspect we should talk about here is parents understanding that they need to raise their children to be smart responsible individuals and not allowing well, that's the state a big subject and not allowing the state or Hollywood to do it for them yeah. because when you do that you teach people to be irresponsible there's a huge problem with education in this country and and I think a lot of the fault is with parents saying I'm just going to give my child to the to the iPad to the TV to, to the, the state to the state <laughs> and I'm like that's one of the worst things that you could possibly do and I I really think if you, uh, you you put on you know a lot of personal responsibility on people, I think most people will, of course, step up to the occasion take on the personal responsibility, give their life purpose. Some people will win the Darwin Awards, yes. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to uh, reducing harm, I do believe reducing harm in the long term is going to be the best way by promoting responsibility rather than dependence and people just uh, relying on the state. I, I think long term, it's going to help the I most wanna, amount I, I want to go back in time. You see these photos
1: from the 50s or whatever of high school gun clubs. Yeah. Yes. They're great. If you raise kids... To respect and understand firearms and firearm safety i believe we would reduce uh violent violent crime would go down right away because people are armed Mm. and safe yes and accidents would go down because kids would be well versed and well trained Mm. a lot of problems we hear about with accidental shootings and kids getting access to weapons is that their parents hide the weapon from them and don't train them in any safety but the kid says i know where my dad hides his gun and then not knowing anything about it not being Mm. trained not getting any safety protection or protocols Takes action. And there's
4: a stigma to it. And a lot of people in Hollywood, of course, every movie has guns and they're all, you know, having all these action scenes. There's there's a huge misconception. There's so much misunderstanding when it comes to firearms. And, and just by making it this kind of taboo topic where you can't really talk about it, you can't really practice it, you can't really have it, people, of course, naturally do want to have it. So what better way than to... Get rid of all of that. Get rid of all that pressure, and to allow people, like 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 you just mentioned in in schools, yeah. educate them about how to use it properly, because that is the only way to really truly prevent harm. Not only in, were in, they
2: doing guns in the like gun clubs in the fifties and sixties. You've noticed how healthier, how much healthier everyone. Yeah. Is? i right.
1: I will say, in my personal view, if I was the despot, I would say there should probably be at like age fourteen a learner's permit for firearms. And this is when you can keep and bear long guns and you can use it for school programs and for hunting in the presence of a, of an adult. At 16, you are legally allowed as a human being to keep and bear arms and to defend yourself. That being said, that's just my personal opinion. Mm. So long as the Second Amendment exists and it does not specify age, then I believe any law that seeks to curtail a human right of bearing arms to defend yourself is a violation of the Constitution. So I don't agree. I I personally would not advocate for 12-year-olds being armed. Mm. I do think, however, we need to legally, lawfully, constitutionally address the Second Amendment because it is broad. It is very broad. The right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. There's no age restrictions in the Constitution. Uh, well, well, there are. I'm sorry. That's, that's, that's factually incorrect. What I mean to say is human rights. If mm. you want to run for office, it's 25 for Congress. It's 35 for president. I believe it's uh, – what is it? Is it 25 for Senate as well? Or it could be 30, I think. Anyway, it, it, like the, 30
2: for Senate, 35 for president.
1: Yeah. So what I'm saying is kids have free speech. They do. They have a right to free speech. So wouldn't they have a right to keep and bear arms? Mm. Mm. A child can't – you can't violate the Fourth Amendment rights of a child. But the second – for some reason, we allow this. Now, here's the problem I have with the age restrictions. We say, OK, then you got to be 18 to buy a weapon. We, we set that standard in law. And then 20 years goes by and they say, OK, now it's 21. So what? In 10 more years, they're going to say 25, then 28, then 30, then 35, then 40, then 50. And then we think it's reasonable that only a mature adult of 50 years old should be allowed to keep in bare arms. No. Mm It's either you want to argue 18 because it's a threshold we have from minor to, you know, adult. Okay, we'll argue for 18. I still think the Constitution, when it was made, they did not expect 15-year-olds to be disarmed because 15-year-olds were fighting in wars, and that's not a good thing. Child soldiers, bad, bad thing. The point is I think the founding fathers expected people to be giving their kids weapons to defend their property and their country.
2: Heck, I think a half dozen signers of the Declaration were only like, 21 or 22 or something. I mean, they, I think Thomas Jefferson were, was what, 26? Yeah, I mean, they were, they were all still pretty much kids with the exception of Ben Franklin, right? They were all, they were all, there were, 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 were a
1: few who were like pretty old and yeah, up there, but it was the, a wide There was range a of lot ages. of,
2: a lot of young 20 year olds um, who were considered I, wise and mature and.
1: I started thinking about this because I was watching the movie The Patriot mm-hmm. with Mel Gibson. And he literally Highstone. hands his 10- and 12-year-old sons muskets, yeah. multiple muskets. How to reload. And tells them to fight in war. And I'm like, Re-
2: Reload for your brother.
1: That's right. Yeah. Reload for your brother while he's firing and then he's providing cover. And, you know, I think any reasonable person would be like, kids fighting wars is a very horrifying bad thing.
2: Well, look at what we're doing with, you know, they, they talk about Kyle Rittenhouse. I tweeted this the other day that a kid that age should not be patrolling the streets with, with a weapon of war. That's the exact age of people you want to send to Syria and Afghanistan right. in yeah. perpetuity to, to patrol their their streets. How many eighteen year olds have we lost patrolling the streets of Fallujah for their peace and quiet? And it's like well, he shouldn't be doing it in Kenosha. You know. You know what I mean? If you're going to send them over to another country to, and to maintain order, I admire the fact that he wanted to maintain order I, in his own country.
1: I think um, you know the defense in the Rittenhouse case is trying to get the gun charge. Uh, they tried to get it thrown out. I believe they tried to get it thrown out un- because uh, the, the the law in question about... It, it is possession of a deadly weapon by someone under the age of 18. But Section 3C of the statute says that there's an exemption, which then cites two other provisions that, they, that you have to not be in... Compl- if you're not in compliance with it, you're exempted or something. The simple answer is it says it only applies to people under the age of 16. I think that makes sense that the Wisconsin legislature said... No one under the age of 18 can have a weapon. And then someone was like, what if it's my 16 or 17-year-old kid going hunting with me? And they went, okay, okay. So then Mm. we'll put in the exemption that specifically says under the age of 16. The reason I think that language makes sense is because they wouldn't want to say a minor who's under the age of 18, but we only really mean ages 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Mm. So uh, so they basically said, okay, okay, 16 and 17 are exempt. So I think that charge, uh, um, I think that should go to the jury. But I believe the judge has stated he will instruct them not to read Section 3C and the following provisions, which means they may actually convict him. That being said, the defense should probably raise a civil rights uh, question and file a lawsuit over the charges um, pertaining as a violation of the Constitution. They should make the argument that the Second Amendment does not uh, specifically grants the right to keep and bear arms in general to all people. Ask the question: Do children have a right to free speech? And the courts have already ruled yes. Do children have a right to be secure in their possessions from unlawful search and seizure? Mm. The answer is yes. Do the children? Do children have a right to remain silent? They do. Then they certainly have a right to keep and bear arms. Kyle Rittenhouse should not be criminally charged as a seventeen-year-old. Of mm. all, I mean, come on, we're not talking about a twelve-year-old. We're talking about a seventeen-year-old who had a long gun, yeah. arguably with an exemption, being criminally charged over it. Make a constitutional argument. Get the get the law thrown out.
3: Yeah.
4: Absolutely. I, I, I mean, it's, it's just, I mean, we're, really, we're reaching a point where lawlessness is becoming the new norm, though. Mm. So we're, we're living in a world where certain laws don't apply to certain people. So when it comes to that aspect, we have a long wish list of things we want, but I think there's still a bigger battle at hand. There's still a lot of issues we need to address in this country when it comes to hypocrisy, when it comes to uh, the political situation, when it comes to forces of the state being used in order to do the opposite of what is good for the people. Um, Also, uh, before we go into uh, some of the Super Chats, there was one story today that that kind of uh, gave me hope and, and made me laugh a little bit. It was of this... A uh, Vietnamese uh, communist uh, leader named Gon Tho Lan, he did a trip to London to pay respects to Karl Marx oh, at his yeah. gravesite, and there's a video of him eating a 24-carat gold steak <laughs> From salt at babe. a restaurant by the Salt Babe <laughs> that, that's at least a $1,000 per steak. Salt Babe, the hashtag was blocked on Facebook temporarily. Videos of the incident were being blocked as, what? of course, people in Vietnam were sharing it wildly, saying, "Hey, this guy was supposed to pay respects to Karl Marx, the workers' people, yeah. as he's eating he's not, golden though. steak by by Salt Babe." I'm sure.
2: So, Karl Marx ate very well. Communist mm-hmm. leaders are not the communist, you know, people. They're the people who advocate for communism always had vodka and, and caviar. It's the peasants who were the ones who were going to exactly. suffer have the you guys, necessary casualties. Have exactly. you guys
1: seen the viral tweet from existentialist comics where they were like, Gosh. Cap- capitalism emerged in the 16th century and they immediately went on to colonize, commit genocide and slavery. We're told communism is bad because of a famine. And people who are too stupid to do oh. research are like, oh whoa, communism. And then it's like, the communists invaded countries, committed the holodomor, which is where they forced a famine on the people of Ukraine, mm-hmm. and they killed a hundred million plus people. Communists are warmongering authoritarians who put innocent people in gulags because they threatened their power. So don't come to me and be like, my ideology is innocent, and yours is not. No, there's no innocent ideology. They all taken to their extreme have bad things about them. Even, you know, uh, outright libertarianism has its issues. Uh, yeah. There's got to sure. be some, you know, agreement between people. Otherwise, someone comes and poops in your water and then says, I'm free to do what I want. And then fi- and then you fight.
4: Mm. Well, decentralization, I think, I think is definitely the way to go here. Absolutely, I think when you centralize anything, I mean, if people want to be communists, let them be communists. If people want to be libertarians, <laughs> let them be libertarians. But Every you can't agreement. be
2: communist in your own though. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can be a libertarian in your own little compound and, or commune, or you can be a capitalist on Wall Street. But to be a communist, you have to control. You have to be hungry, and and, 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 you, and you have to control and work government. In the gulags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can't be a communist like on your farm. You know that that would be a, a like like one of those weird socialist groups to be a true communist which is why they infiltrate government why they infiltrate politics, the school system, the FBI. They have to control the systems yeah. of power because that's, yeah. their,
4: that's their, their so, so culture. So let me let, let me correct myself. If if some crazy mentally deranged people want to go on their own and, and live by their own concepts of communism and fail miserably, they can do it. That's fine, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's uh, that they, they, they go yeah. right ahead. Go on, create your little commune you your, your know, go but, have hey, hey, your, well, your... Hold on. You know. There's
1: a very famous commune that works. It's, it's capped at 100 people Everybody is, uh, is equal. It's vote by committee. People, uh, um, who leave the commune and a space opens up, then they all vote on who they're going to let in, who right. people who, who apply, and they all work and they all share their food. I'll tell you this. I think communism, great idea if it applies to a hundred people or less, mm. but it's not something that can scale up and it works within a capitalist system with defended yes. borders mm. yes
5: are, are the people in that commune actually communists or just like a bunch of hippies they're probably just like a bunch of socialist it's, hippies it's, yeah when
1: you have uh, communism works very 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 well it really does when you are culturally homogenous mm. when everyone agrees on the rules and likes the rules and everyone gets along it works Nordic communism countries. can't scale because you have to kill the people who dissent or gulag them
2: yeah, I I I don't think communism works even with cultural homogeneity. I, I would just if it does, I just want to know where
1: it works. So there, it, like, it, like,
2: it didn't it in the Soviet Union. And but they were There was pretty,
1: no cultural hom- homogeneity. Uh,
2: how, how about just good old Russia? No, 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 there wasn't. Let, let alone with the, you, the, the when, when, how about China?
1: No, you don't. You you've got so the again Muslims. in a theory. in no, in no, no, theory, no, 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 no. In some place Wait, it could not work. In theory. Well, in these small communes where they're culturally homogenous, where? where there's
2: like
5: one example, there,
1: there's, there's
2: this one example of the hundred people. That's
1: I'm well, I, I'm giving there, there's there's a famous commune in the United States yeah. that consists of hundred people. All right, if you want to take a look at heavy social policies where they're like you know not outright communism, but the Nordic countries, culturally homogenous across the board. These are people they call Sweden, North Korea of the North because the people are all basically like for the motherland. Ah. And so they all agree with each other. They follow the narrative. They march in lockstep and no one challenges it. Mm-hmm. And so long, if you have a hundred people and they all, a, a, a cult, for instance, a religion, you want to know where authoritarianism works outright? Religious fascistic theocracies.
0: And corporations.
1: And, and, and corporations where everyone has to adhere to the culture. And mm-hmm. if you dissent, you're removed. The pro, So when you look at a small commune, a hundred people, and they can come and go as they please, it works. Why? Because someone's like, We all agree stealing is wrong, and then people don't steal. We all agree everyone should share the bounty of the tomatoes, and they do. But when you have a 100,000 people, Mm. and then you have poverty or starving people because there's no way to distribute effectively to large-scale populations, and then someone says, I actually don't think stealing is wrong. All of a sudden now, the authority, which represents the majority, has to say, okay, we're going to remove that person by force. Small communes don't have to deal with that. If you have a country where every single person— is blindly adherent to an ideology, your authoritarianism will work. North
3: Korea. The
1: problem, is, to a certain extent, people flee North Korea. Right. The problem is, at scale, you will never have 100% cultural homogene- homogeneity. I, I, I guess I'm
2: struggling with the phrase, uh, will work. I don't know what work means. Like, it'll like, function like, properly. How do you define it It works? Like it, People are well fed. The system doesn't fall uh, apart. Yeah, I just I, I i disagree with you. I think I think socialism uh, like in the Nordic countries, but I would say that's not communism.
1: Well, that's not socialism. Um, but it's, like it's, like it's like, a, like there's social so, capitalism
2: of, of of yeah, but that's not communism.
1: Right? Communism in its purest you know form of it has to have a is, central is, committee. No, 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 no. Communism doesn't. Act. That, that's that's uh, so. The, the, the issue is with the leftists, they say real communism's never been tried. What they're really saying is every time we try communism, we have to do certain things to purge the non-believers, and then it results in mass death. Yeah. That's why communism doesn't, that, that's why, that's why quote-unquote real communism has never been tried. Because when you, whenever you try to implement a, a, a form of government and e- e- economics that re- requires absolute conformity, you have to kill those who refuse to conform. But if you created a, a plot of land and said, Everyone who believes two plus two equals four can come inside. Well, then guess what? Everyone there will agree two plus two equals four, and you will never have two plus two equaling equaling five because it's a prerequisite for entering. Mm. So on small scales, when everyone agrees on their culture and their identity, then basically the fascistic, authoritarian, or communist system functions very well because everyone sits there. I saw a funny meme where it was like, Someone, uh, it was, it was like in the medieval times, it's a guy, he's a king, and he goes, I want a bigger castle, go kill that man. And then the soldiers are like, for the king! And then it was like modern day, and it's like, we need to stop the spread of communism. And they're like, you can't make me fight, screw you. And the point is, back when you had zealous, fervent followers of the, the authority, they would do anything with, with, and, and, and so it, it works in that respect. When I say works, what I mean is, if you, Go into a town of of a thousand people and say, from now on, you're all going to live under our communist regime, and they say, my worldview and moral framework is at odds with you. I resist. The only way to implement it is to purge those people. Mm. But if it's the inverse, where you say anyone who wants communism can come, mm. then you get these communism, these, these little communes popping up all over the country and there's a ton of them. Now, I mean, there's small ones of 20 to 30 people. I've personally known people in Chicago who have small functioning communes, like in the Traggleland area. And there's the famous one of 100 people that I just referenced. But this is why I always say that left libertarianism communism doesn't scale up. Because you can't rapidly transform a you know, 60 million people into a homogenous culture. The only way they can go about doing it is killing them or gulagging them, which is why communism typically yeah. a genocide.
0: Organizing them, which in the past was gulagging one way or murdering, which was another way. But if you could organize the people in real time so that the people with differing ideas or new ideas that pop up get segmented into either actual three dimensional areas where they that's kinda of like gulagging or psychological areas which is kind of like social media censorship. You might have an agile enough system that could function, but then it's about transporting goods to where they need to get to. But, it's but, a lot of technology.
2: But but, but but you're 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 introducing a couple elements. One you need you need a deciding principles as to how these people are segmented and also there has to be a certain level – like even these 100 people, you're, you're talking about a certain level of volunteerism. Uh, people willingly join into that and that's, that's – That's why it works in people, small scale. But, when that, they're the, born, but they're they're I would here. argue that's the antithesis of communism and socialism. It doesn't have a voluntary cult, uh, no, 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 component I, I, to it. So, the, I, 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 if, if we're talking those, yeah.
1: about what communism and socialism are meant, are, are actually on paper in theory – Then they work in small scales. If we're talking about the implementation we've seen throughout history, it's people being like, on paper, the idea of workers controlling the means of production sounds really great. Mm. And if you have a small plot of land, you say everyone who agrees will all co-own this. Co-ops exist. Little communes exist. But what happens is the communists say, I want America to be communist. Okay, well, now you got 300 million people, most of which think you're insane and will actively and violently resist you. So they say, well, if we kill and gulag all those people, then we can have our communism. And they're not wrong. They're Damn. just evil genocidal maniacs. I'd be
2: curious to know of the 100 people in the successful commune, how many have been there Consistently, because just by human. I mean, nature, bro.
1: Look, if you're if you're biased against the idea of small communes working, and you haven't researched it, you just need to look. at No, the- I,
2: I would. I'm just saying. Of the hundred people who are living there, within a matter of weeks, one is human nature is competitive, which is why capitalism works. At one point, within weeks, one person is going to be like, "This is ridiculous that I'm doing this and Luke is not, and he's." getting his highlighter I think, I think, and it's like, give me a break and then you're either going to take his highlighter no, and hide it I or you're going to be like, I'm <laughs> done with this. I
0: think you're biased.
2: I I, I totally you, am because because human nature does not like egalitarianism do you, do you which think, is why on, they love the term equity do you think because that, equity is unachievable. Do you think
1: that out of 330 million Americans... There are at least 100 dedicated communists in this country.
2: Absolutely, and I guarantee you, those hundred people within their protected borders, living their little ideals, within a matter of weeks, one person is going to be like, "B.S. Why no, 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 no. do you, why on, do on, you on, not on, have to on, pick on, potatoes on, on, and on, on, I do?" Stop, no, stop, stop. stop. So
3: you're saying and, no and to my question? No, I don't. You're saying no to my question. I'm saying because you it's do not it,
2: believe that
1: 100 communists sh- exist in this country.
2: I'm, I'm saying, I'm, no, yes, they they exist, but they cannot exist together the way you're saying because human nature does not allow it. I just, I just what think it's does absurd allow because it you can
1: actually go to these places, you go to these places and watch them do it. Yeah, I, there's
2: like a I, lot of that, drama in communes. that was that was my, a lot yeah, of yeah, yeah, but, 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 <laughs> hold That was my question. But, How many but, of the hundred have been there consistently? Like, uh, like for typically couple, they're
1: there for like a year. A, this, these places exactly, exist. Dude. A
2: year is great, but that's not life. That's a that's a
1: retreat. The, 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 that's that's the, going. There are some that, that's a sabbatical. Who have been there for a very very long time. And I think I just think it's patently absurd that you would argue that places that literally exist don't exist.
2: I'm not. I am saying that it is it is human nature to be competitive with the other people and to be envious, and they're not good qualities, but they are real qualities. But but and a hundred still people all working and- on the farm, and it's it's pick potato hour, boys, and we're all picking potatoes. But Luke is sitting there on his phone eventually i'm going to be like this is bs and it's like well we all get to have dinner why does luke get to have dinner he didn't what do you potatoes. think what do you,
1: what do you think a commune it's, does to someone who doesn't do work that's
2: I, I, I don't well i don't know what do they do
1: they tell him to leave
2: then that's not communism it literally <laughs> then is. that's voluntarism. no no if, then, you're, if, the, then, then
1: you're then then it's like so uh, you don't
2: have 100 you have 99
1: there is there is there is left libertarianism it exists it exists very, very well at very small scales. Yeah. It can't scale up because of the problem of cultural homogeneity. So these small left libertarian hippie farms are all over the place. I, I I've experienced them in in the Chicagoland area. I've had friends who've lived on these things, and they and I personally have been to a place of about 20 people that lived in a hippie commune, and they all shared the workload. They had a, a work wheel, and it would rotate. And then people's names were around the wheel, and the chore wheel would rotate, and they'd be like, "You're doing dishes. You're doing crop. Ro- you know, you're pl- you're planting the seeds this season." And and, and people were like, "Okay." And then, if it ever came to someone not doing it, they'd have a committee meeting, and they'd be like, "We're having an issue where one of our members is not uh, um, acting in accordance with our with our, our, our you know what we want and what we mm-hmm. believe." They'd sit down and talk to them and say, "It was your job to do X. Do you still want to be here?" And if the person would say something like, "I'm struggling with this," they'd be like, "Thank you for coming. We think that you'd be better off somewhere else, and we would like to invite someone to live here." these are these are communes mm. they live in a way in which they all share and own everything equally and because they all have the same ideology they don't they have scruples they don't steal from each other it works really well at small scales mm. but when you scale up to 100 200 million people you have to gulag those who don't conform with your with your system so i maintain
0: yeah
1: you can easily find these communes all over the country you might be talking but about not-
0: sunburst farms is that the one? The I brother, know that, I don't know. it was the brotherhood of something, something, of, of the sun, and then it apparently. Sounds miserable. Now is now a corporation I, called Sunburst. I, I visit. Exactly, uh,
2: it was, uh, which is now like a subsidiary of this yeah, company, which is a, a the mothership, which is owned by BlackRock. I visit it's a lot of, <laughs> authoritarian users. I visit a lot of commons. Brought to you by <laughs> Pfizer.
4: <put out. laughs> Uh, I mean, but was, there's another story breaking here, just to interrupt this in a little bit. I'm seeing a lot of comments about the New York Times ob- obtaining private communications from Project Veritas that was given to them by the FBI. Whoa. Will Chamberlain oh, is tweeting boy. about this. Ooh. Tucker Carlson just did a segment about this. I was I was just looking at my phone as you, you guys were going at it. But this is a major <laughs> story uh, of the FBI leaking the private communications of Project Veritas. These are some of the preliminary reports and giving it to the New York Times. That's mm. the preliminary reports that are coming out right now. Uh Will Chamberlain is, is reporting about yeah. the legality of it. I mean, this is just yet yeah, another horrendous example Those of a are legal people justice that system that is becoming more bastardized I, and more political by the day. Yeah.
1: I have st- I stated this in response so there's a story that uh progressives are calling for a mistrial in the Rittenhouse case because the judge's phone played God bless the USA. And I said as millennials age into power the divide in this country will become more and more extreme and the United States' dissolution seems inevitable.
3: Hmm.
1: When the FBI raids a journalistic enterprise to leak their communications to another rival ideological institution who then gleefully publishes that information, this is what I'm saying about cultural homogeneity. The journalists at the New York Times should have said, we will never publish this. That's a gr- egregious violation. Instead, they're like, ooh, hmm. because they are... Uh, you, we are we are a culturally bifurcated society. Yep. Will
2: YouTube? I'm um, sorry, not YouTube. Will Twitter allow people to tweet about it, like the the Hunter Biden laptop, or will they not allow oh, tweets well, well, because think, it was obtained illegally? Remember that's Twitter's standard. Their standard is you can't tweet about stuff that was yeah. obtained I, illegally. I, I
4: think it's pretty clear what they're going to do. What fits with their agenda? With they'll their be narrative. on the good. They'll but be on to the be the good clear, side. the FBI. This is what Mike Cernovich is saying. Quote: The FBI leaked attorney-client priv- privileged communications from those devices to the New York Times. So this is a major story that's just developing right now that a lot of people have been telling me here in the comment section but uh this seems it seems very big and just yet another sign of just how politically biased and insane our current social political climate is right now cuz I mean if these allegations that we're seeing these people are, are true, evil I'm asking
0: yeah. myself
1: who Adam you- Goldman of the New York Times evil uh, you, 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 we've got to stop playing these games this is a guy who got privileged legal communications under the United States Constitution and our laws and norms. You do you have a right to legal counsel. And the guy at the New York Times gleefully published this from a rival organization. Why? They want this country to burn. They want power and they will get it by any means necessary. And they will use the power of the federal government to do it. I am looking at all of you right now and I am telling you this. The police will kick your door in and bash your teeth out the moment Black Lives matter protests you. We've already seen it happen. You think this is a joke? James O'Keefe's legal privileged communications were just given to the New York Times and Adam Goldman, with a smile on his face, published it. He doesn't care about this country. He doesn't care about our norms. These people are at war with you and they will burn your life to the ground like they're doing to Rittenhouse and like they're doing now to James O'Keefe because you dare oppose their power grab. This is not a joke, and it is getting worse. And in the next 10 years, as we enter the fourth turning and it escalates, it is going to get worse. James O'Keefe is a journalist. The federal government stole his privileged legal communications and gave it to the New York Times, who published it with a smile on their faces. These people do not hold your values. They do not believe in the Constitution. The prosecutor in the Rittenhouse case violated the Constitution. They will do it again. They will do it more. And they will burn down your town. And the feds will protect them. And the police will protect them. Stop thinking. The institutions are on your side. This country is being corrupted. And we are watching it every day. And it has gotten to the point where you need to ask yourself. Will the police protect you when someone comes to your town and threatens to kill you? No. The detectives in Kenosha, the state, the prosecutor went against the the young man who was fleeing for his life. And James O'Keefe, an anti-establishment individual, and and I mean that with respect, but he is outright just a journalist, is facing the boot of the authoritarian fascist government. And it will get worse and it will happen to you because you keep complying and you keep saying, but my kids need food and now inflation is here and there's food shortages and your kids aren't eating and the schools are indoctrinating your kids. Now we see a turnaround with Yunkin because the parents are standing up. But too many people keep saying, as long as I keep filleting the state and dropping on my knees For the far left extremists, I will squeak by and you will not. The police will come to your home. They will kick your door in and they will arrest you because the good cops have already started quitting. And like we saw in Seattle, the police arrested the man who was retreating from Antifa as Antifa approached them with clubs in hand. And they apologized to Antifa over it like we saw in the chaz when to, when when several men unloaded hundreds of rounds into an SUV and then the extremists stripped the evidence from the vehicle and none of those people are brought to justice and now we are at the point where project veritas is having their private privileged legal communications leaked to the to the new york times who with a smile on their face violate all norms all respect and lack all scruples and you think sitting back and complying will result in you getting by. You are wrong. I'm sick of this. Preach. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, what do you do when the FBI is violating the Constitution? Because you can't call anyone at that point. There's no one, no more authority to appeal to. You have to create your own. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I don't
2: trust anyone in government because they don't... They're, you know, even the good ones are, are weak. I, I like to think right now Rand Paul is calling Merrick Garland or Rand Paul is calling Christopher Ray saying... What's going on, guys? Like, uh, you know. Uh, but even then, they're just going to laugh and say you're in the minority. What are you going to do? Bring me to a hearing? Hoo-hoo-hoo. They couldn't get it done when they um, were in the majority. No, exactly. The Republicans
1: so. agreed with RussiaGate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did nothing. Yeah. And now I, 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 I can't believe. I don't think people understand the severity of what we're witnessing right now with Project Veritas. No. Hearing this story breaking right now on this show is basically what you need to understand. We are in. A, a, a neo communist, fascist. We need a new word for it. State authoritarian. Whatever. This yeah. is techn- technocracy, the FBI man. This is it. Is has had evidence of crimes committed in Kenosha. Nothing was done. The state prosecutor instructed the detectives not to execute a search warrant on Gage Grosskreutz, who came with a concealed weapon illegally to a riot. And the state said, no, 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 don't execute the warrant against him. They are burning the country to the ground. They're getting away with it. The FBI is not on the side of justice. Right. They are on the side of targeting you, your friends. They will come for you given time. You think maybe you can hide among the masses. But eventually, when, when, the, when the turkeys are all lined up, not a single turkey gets by, all of their heads get removed. Project Veritas just happens to be one of the groups with a longer neck. James O'Keefe stands up and speaks out and goes after the power structure. And the New York Times is a is a vassal of the authoritarian state. They are a weapon wielded by the authoritarians who have taken over this country and are taking away our rights, and they are raiding the homes of journalists. This is, I, I, I just hope you all understand that this moment right now Will go down in infamy. You will remember where you were when you learned the FBI began targeting American journalists. Because in a year, in two years, when there no longer exists any free press, you will ask yourself, how is it that we that we've gotten to this point where we're hiding underground, where we're fleeing our homes, where we've decided it's no longer safe to live in this country? And you will think back to the day that Project Veritas was raided by the FBI and their legally their legal rights were violated, and that other. Journalistic institutions gleefully basked yep. in this. James
4: O'Keefe is the canary in the coal mine. Let's not let yeah, him die. Let's I, not let him go down. We, I mean, seriously, our opinions, our voices do matter. Uh, the protests do matter. Uh, us getting involved does matter. If you're going to put your tail between your legs, if you're going to hide, you're going to get hit sooner or later. There's no escaping. There's no running away from this. It's time to face it and to do everything in our power legally, peacefully, safely, uh, to raise awareness. persuasive, and resourceful. Exactly.
1: The problem is that I I had a conversation recently where someone said, I'm sick of the mandates. I refuse to work in an environment where they're going to make me get booster shots. And I'm going to vote Democrat. Mm. And I'm like, I'll be honest. I don't think Republican gets you out of here either. But this idea that people can keep sticking their hand into the fire and eventually get by, no. I think what we need are people to just start, overtly telling their jobs telling the businesses no I will not comply I refuse in New York City they have lied in San Francisco in LA they have lied they have stated we've always had vaccine mandates no That's we haven't true. we've never had a circumstance in which you were denied public accommodation because the because you refuse a government mandated medical procedure
2: yeah there, there are small things you can do. I mean, people sometimes they feel powerless and they, they, they want to push back. Um, and and how do you? Because most of the things we need to survive come from huge corporations and huge corporations are easily, but are 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 everywhere. They're omnipresent. But there uh, are yeah. there are small things you can do. Like the, one of the simplest ones, I closed my Bank of America account. I, I didn't have a, yes. a, a, a ton of money, but Perfect. my direct deposit of my paycheck. I had my loan through them took all my money. I went to a small little bank of Clark County because I live or in union. rural Virginia or a credit yeah, union. Yeah. And when they said, why do you want to close your accounts? I said, because your philanthropy and your billion dollars to Black Lives Matter. I can't be part of that. If you have profits, you're making it from me, and I can't be part. So there are little small things you can do in those decisions that you make. You can't necessarily get rid of your iPhone. You can't necessarily, I, but...
1: I want to say, first and foremost, right now, what you need to do is Google search your local representatives, your state rep, your state senator... Win these elections, Mm. because if the states can get to a convention of states, we can solve this Mm. very quickly. That's where we start. That's what needs to be done. Get prepared for the midterm elections and primary the establishment Republicans and the neocons. Get in the national populists and the the, the more libertarian-minded individuals. Look at what New Hampshire is doing with the Free State Project. That's victory. I also want to make sure I read this one uh, super chat someone pointed out. Regina Pontes says Obama went after James Rosen. You are correct, yep. absolutely. Obama yep. went after more whistleblowers under the Espionage Act than all other presidents combined. combined. Obama was a monster and a tyrant, and we yeah. got Donald Trump after him. Now we're back to the to to Obama's administration. It's just Biden. Biden is is basically Obama 2.0. Of course, it's getting this bad. Let's read super chats because man, that really lit me up, dude. James O'Keefe may be one of the only investigative journalists we have left there. There are many smaller individuals, but this is a guy who I've, made, I've said it over and ag- over again. He is angering the powers that be because he's one of the few people willing to stand up to the machine. And it's no surprise to me that we've reached this point hmm. where they're where they're doing this. And this isn't just going after one journalist. It's going after an, an organization and all of their reporters.
5: So before we go to Super Chats, I just want to say earlier today I tweeted um, that the uh, Black Lives Matter in New York City is talking about burning the place to the ground and the FBI is doing things like investigating James O'Keefe. I don't think anyone is coming to save us. So it's up to us. So we need to figure out what we're going to do about
4: it. No one will
1: save you. Florida. Florida. you to save yourself. New Hampshire. Yep. Yep. Texas. Texas. West Virginia, yes. West Virginia, I think is the worst of the bunch. Maybe Virginia,
2: Ew, come yeah. on. We're Maybe there. I mean We're there. There, Maybe. There, there was some
1: resistance, but I, 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 I don't think the Republican Party is the path to, no. to freedom or victory. But no. primarying, yeah. right? Primarying these these establishment uh, um, actors, it is still possible. We can do this peacefully pers- with persp- persuasion and resource. We've just never tried before. I think right now we are very, very close to a convention of states because at the state level you have more uh, um, honest and freedom-loving individuals. We have to stop ceding power to the federal government. We need states to start standing up. So vote. Google search right now who your state rep and state senator are. Look at that state senator uh, uh, in Dur in in in, uh, in New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. yeah. We need more people to vote for good individuals. It doesn't mean Republican. Doesn't mean Democrat. Typically, it means no Democrats, though. Mm. But I don't think it's a guarantee you're going to get a good Republican. But in the Free State Project in New Hampshire, they're using the Republican Party as their vehicle towards freedom, and it's working. We got to read super chats because yes, we are way behind. We're so behind. All right, Steve Otten says, "How would one apply for your upcoming fact checker research positions?" I did both HS policy debate and college CETA debate, and I absolutely loved beyond just the debates, researching to find that perfect bit of evidence to use in rounds. We have not yet gone to the point where the, the 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 fact-checking nonprofit is functioning because we have to wait until the new year for you know tax purposes. But uh, we'll have an announcement. We'll probably set up an email for it, and I think we're going to hire like three people. So, um, but I appreciate the interest. I think we definitely need it. Blue Dick Goliers has finally subscribed to Luke Uncensored. Wow, he really holds his tongue on this show. This is amazing control. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
4: seriously, I have so many other things. It's 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 like a fine line. I know there's a lot of things YouTube doesn't allow me to say. And I just I want to explode with it. Lucunsensor. I've been having a lot of fun with it. To and turn him down there. It's lethargic. It, it, I actually have. <laughs> s- I feel so much better when I'm able to get everything off of my chest.
1: On the on the on the Timcast.com member segments, we mostly just add swear words to our uh, yeah. Like uh, I swear, you know. Okay. I think vocabulary. I think once we go members only, I'm going to be swearing every
4: other word yeah. on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> <things>. I, <laughs> I go deep into like spirit world That's and cool, solutions yeah. and like supplements. I go into I go wild. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, alright. We'll try and read as many as we can, but you know, that, that rant ate up a lot of our super chat time. Sure so I, I apologize, everybody, I do. It
4: was important. It was. Yeah, I absolutely think. No, it was I saw very the story. Important. I'm yeah. like, we need to talk about this now. Absolutely. And and yeah. it
2: was and it was better than your defense of the the communists and their little <laughs> I mean, so I was glad we got to change the <laughs> subject for another <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Come on Tim, that was funny.
1: Ponton twenty one <laughs> says, Tim, you're on it. The benefit of the doubt is the o- is the opening every deceitful person and con artist use to abuse those who give it. When you take that away, they lose their ability to manipulate and eventually are exposed. We need to make sure... Now, now I will stress this very, very, very important point. Violence doesn't work right now. Mm. We are in a new era of fifth generational warfare, which means we need to win hearts and minds. That's why I've always been really adamant. The riots were, were one of the worst things for Black Lives Matter. They had overwhelming support. I believe net support was like 27%. That means like 60-some-odd percent of, the, of this country supported Black Lives Matter, and then they rioted. Mm. When George Floyd lost his life, instantly everyone said, I support this movement. Mm. When they rioted, it dropped below where they were even earlier in the year. So we need to make sure that everything being done by us and what we believe in is always going to be peaceful and through the, 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 the uh, peaceful, persuasive, and resourceful. The moment someone tries using any ideology or name to commit violence, fed. There was that famous viral video where a guy in D.C. was yelling, we need to go in the Capitol, and all of the people started yelling, fed,
3: fed, fed, fed.
1: Anyone who advocates for violence is likely trying to subvert and give power to the authoritarians and the fascists. As I've stated in the past, the path towards fascism will be when Antifa commits acts of violence and people start yelling to the government, save us. And then the feds say, oh, we better get that funding. We better get a new Patriot Act or a new NDAA. Exactly. Mm. So what we need to do is right now at the state level, vote and primary. Mm-hmm. Get free state individuals in your state to get elected. Convention of states. Problem. Peaceful,
4: persuasive, resourceful. Yep. Problem, reaction, solution. And uh, you hit the nail on the head right there. Yep.
1: That's right. All right. Let's try and read some more. Oh, man. I'll try and jump down to some of the later super chats. I apologize for for ranting. G-Money says, tell Seamus McAnimator that his most recent vid has single-handedly red-pilled four people that I know today. Cool. It was a good video. You should check it out. Basically, like, why are they defending this child abuser? Which is really, really weird. Alright, let's see. G-Money says, if Rittenhouse didn't cry, then the left would have lambasted him for not showing any remorse. Also, the case would be very different if he shot a person of color. Mm. I completely agree. There was no, there was no path. They said, he's not even remorseful, then he cries. He's faking it. That's the game they play. Tanner Reeve says, Scott Adams, please. He referenced your empire building on his podcast the other day. It would be a great conversation. I completely agree. Would love to have Scott on the show. We will get him eventually. Yeah. Empire building. I almost um, don't want to go anywhere near it. And the the path, you know, not a day goes by where I'm just like, man, it would be so much easier to just drive into the wilderness on the top of a mountain and just live peacefully and, and away from everybody and just get away from all this. But I fear that this world is burning that people are having their rights violated. And that's why I think it's adamant we, we create decentralized tech. That's why it's adamant we challenge the liars. Because if we really want that amazing Star Trek-like future, we have to stand up for freedoms and liberty today. All right, let's see. Mike Hiller says, Tim, you're giving Anna too much credit. Yes, she said she was wrong, but TYT buried it in the middle of a video and people are only seeing it because Adam friended, uh, friended as his clipped it. I sure but she still admitted she was wrong and that means the core fans of TYT saw her say it because they watched those videos it was a good thing all right let's see manifestation of imagination says get inverted world to investigate time travelers as the wikipedia tim pool live streaming zeppelin proves time travelers are here the time traveler knew it would happen just got the date mixed up well I hear I get the joke but you know we built the let's go Brandon blimp because I
4: was trying to troll wikipedia basically I think the other phrase should be used for that blimp. It's the tax. Tax this, this. dick. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. Blimp. I think it has a better ring to it.
1: Falconizer, is that what it says? says, I know a socialist who sincerely believes black lives matter protests are peaceful and any violence committed is done by right-wingers wanting to make BLM look bad. Some truly believe there is no war in Basing mm.
3: mm-hmm.
1: I think everybody needs to understand that. If there was ever a time where you should realize there is war in Basingse. say It's when James O'Keefe has his privileged legal communications leaked to the New York Times by the FBI. Yeah, they're coming for you and they seek to destroy your values. It is not, I, I don't think we're at, we're at a point where all is lost. I think we're at a point where we're very, very close to a convention of states. Mm. We need only what, like three more states? Vote mm. local. That's the path to victory. Mm-hmm. But bad stuff has been is happening. And to, and to be fair, the government has done bad stuff basically forever. Hmm. Alright, let's see. Scott Spivy says, Careful Tim, you've been calling Hawk Hank all day. Watch out for your white privilege. What oh, is his name right. is Hawk, Hawk Newsom? He
5: goes by Hawk, yeah. Huh. His real name is Walter.
1: Is is Walter? Yeah. <laughs> huh.
5: Yeah, his real name is Walter. Yeah, he went to huh. school. Yeah. All right. I took him up because I wasn't sure.
1: All right, let's see. Oh, I'm not going to read that one, but it was a good one. But I can't.
5: <sighs> Disappointing.
1: Ah, here we go. Omega uh, Rasetsu says, Puckle Gun was the first rapid fire gun. That's yeah. right. Um, actually, I'm not sure the Puckle Gun was the first, but there was a rapid fire gun that was introduced in, I think that was like the late 1600s, early 1700s, but there was a rapid fire gun in the 1300s. It was one barrel with like 10 small barrels in it, and they would pack them all, and then light it and it go, up, 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 but not fully automatic. It was yeah. each individual barrel firing. All right, let's see. Daniel Welch says, you know James O'Keefe complied with FBI as no one with moved that slick could be pinned and cuffed. Uh, I guess I guess that's it's a joke, but I think James O'Keefe is actively uh, resisting and, and and fighting back, so this would be interesting.
5: Mm-hmm. He will fight.
1: All right. Spartan Bodhi says Howdy Timcast You all inspired my crew To join the culture war With our D&D play podcast Just good stories And no political agendas We call ourselves Normal tales Keep up the great work I'm sorry Nominal tales Sounds good We need culture We just need people To be engaging in culture And doing fun normal stuff All right an authentic tin can says, Tim, I had my gun taken from you by the police after defending myself with it. I live in Arizona and the guy lied to police about what happened. Like I said, the police will violate your rights at, a, at, at any given notice when they're instructed to do so. They're not here to protect you. They're here to protect, to protect the state. There are good cops. And I, w- I have no problem defending policing and the departments. The problem is over the past year, we watched the good cops quit. Mm-hmm. And not all cops were good, but there were a lot of them who quit because they didn't want to violate rights. And now what are we left with? the most corrupt. Amazing. 27 cops defending an illegal Black Lives Matter political message painted in the streets of New York. And no one thought that was strange. They're changing the names of streets. Mm. We have 1984 on on Luke's shirt, not an instruction manual, but it's literally happening before our eyes. Yeah. In every way. Let's see. GC Geek Army says, Tim, please go look at Will Chamberlain's Twitter ASAP. New York Times has Project Veritas Communications. Yeah, that was one I of the messages that I saw. It. That's one of yeah. the things I saw that I had to bring up.
5: It is a scandal indeed.
2: Man. Could you imagine how great if that New York Times journalist tweeted that I was given these documents, but I will refuse to publish them? Be he, he'd be hero. He'd be a hero. He, well, would, yeah. he would be single-handedly changing the narrative and changing our society
1: right now if he said, I refuse to publish this. The New York Times is being worn as a skin suit by these neo-Marxists. Yeah.
5: These these are the ideologues. This is their overarching idea. All else falls to the wayside. They don't think past stage one like Thomas Sowell talks about. They don't think, oh, tomorrow it might be me. It will never be me. I'm yeah. in charge. I'm um, in power.
1: You know, I'm sorry. I mean, you know, Michael Malice often says, like, you know, how could you possibly be pessimistic when you see how dumb these people are? And my response is just that zombies are also stupid, but a horde of zombies can easily overrun a city. Mm-hmm. Mm. And when the zombie horde is in all of our institutions, then the foundation has corrupted to the point where it's on the verge of collapse. Yep. We vote in the states; we re- we get representatives who represent us. We get a convention of states. The problem is solved. The country remains intact. The United States is saved. It really is that simple. Now, to be fair, it requires a lot of nuance and complicated process in between. But a convention of states can really solve all of these problems. Huh? Was that like
5: That's
1: 1776 it. out there? Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on? Yeah, big bangs outside the window, I wonder.
3: Exciting. Oh,
1: CKCC says, 10 years, if we don't stop this crap now, then this country will be even more unrecognizable over the next decade than it has over the last year.
3: Mm.
1: Wow. He goes on to say some other things, but let's just say he ends with, we must stand together. Mm. I really do believe in f- we're in fourth and in feth- fifth generational warfare. Yes. This means when, when you see January sixth, the greatest propaganda for the establishment, these people, uh, some of them fought with cops at the front door. Some of them were let in, and I wonder the cops let them in, and they use the footage of them inside to 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 bolster their narrative of an insurrection. And they will use that mm-hmm. for their new Patriot Acts, for the new NDAA's and indefinite detention provisions, and all that real bad stuff. And it's,
0: it was bad footage. Like the, for if you want to give a it totalitarian regime some some footage, that's lame footage to mm-hmm. give them. That's not good excuse making yeah. footage i mean the real dumb street violence stuff if, if, if it got out of hand would be the worst yeah, footage is... used against us
1: read a little bit more clem everly says jordan peterson issued a warning to the world it was real and he nailed it but i don't think it's enough buckle up kids yep. oh yeah michael adkin says in 1984 Ingsoc, the bad guys didn't believe in objective reality Postmodernism modernism uh it's effectively the same thing i'll put it that way oh man Patrick Giles says, at what point do we organize a million man march on Washington to stop the mandates? Let uh, let me come make sushi. I am at Sushi Florist. I I genuinely believe that um, with what we saw in Virginia, there is really, really great room for room for optimism. And as egregious as the actions against Veritas is, I actually think, to be fair, I got to give some uh, um, room to Michael Malice. A lot of these people really, really are dumb. And with what we saw in, in in New Jersey with the state senator, we should be optimistic that we actually are gaining a lot of important ground on this. And in fact, the actions of the F- FBI may be them desperately grasping at straws as they lose power. Mm. So let's not lose sight of this. Let's make sure we keep up the pressure with these elections. Let's make sure that we vote at the local level. We primary the establishment Republicans. And in 2022, we can get in a lot of pro-America, America first, populist types, I don't mean conservative types. I mean those who care about the working class in this country. And they might be moderate. They might be uh, somewhat progressive, just so long as they're not willing to bend the knee to Pelosi. Mm. Or, well, she might be retired, but whoever the Democratic establishment is propping up. I genuinely think, as bad as it is, we should operate from the perspective that their acts of desperation only prove they're panicking and they're losing. This action against Project Veritas, I think, shows how powerful Veritas is, how effective Veritas is, and... This was a beyond desperate move. Mm. Like seriously, to take this action, it's overt. Regular people can see it and confidence in those institutions will be shattered by this. So I, I think it's fair to say that we're in a good direction. Let's get these, 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 these in, establishment incumbents out. Let's get this state level election in play. Cause New Jersey getting a Republican state senator. Wow. Regular working class trucker guy. Let's get that convention of states. Mm. Good news. All right. Let's see. Um. well I'll, I'll read this this last one Juan Castle says Tim can you explain what a convention of states is exactly to put it simply if a certain number of states decide to call a convention the constitution allows the constitution to be amended we can then actually address the levels of corruption and have a, a ton of power in in terms of how the Constitution continues to function, what is it, it strengthened, what is challenged, what is removed, etc., it is just the ability of the majority through the states to make changes and powerful ones. If Congress is deadlocked, if the establishment is refusing to budge, if we can't you know get get these things done, then at the federal level, then the states can actually through the legislatures make direct changes, and I think that is a path towards weeding out a lot of this corruption because they can they can do a lot. That they can you know reinforce and redeclare you know amendments and things like that clarify it's a lot of really really good stuff and if if the if the states that are calling for the convention in the majority are free state libertarian minded individuals we can bring back a lot of the core values of liberty justice respect and this could prevent the country from collapsing that being said we got to go to the members only segment where we're probably going to get really angry. <laughs> go to <laughs> timcast.com become a member cuz I think we're going to end up going off pulling up more details on this James O'Keefe thing and I'm just going to get really mad. So again, go to timcast.com be a member for that. It should be up around 11 or so p.m. You can follow the show at timcast IRL. Follow me personally everywhere at timcast. Check out my Instagram. I'm going to start posting more videos and stuff. And uh Daniel, you want to shout anything? Yeah, out?
2: Daniel Turner, Power of the Future, Daniel, Tur- Daniel Turner PTF. On all platforms and always great to be with you guys. Thanks for having me.
4: Daniel, I owe you a shirt, with how many times you mentioned it. On the <laughs> I, I would love I'm one of get, those I'm, I'm sending you this Please. shirt. It's awesome. And if you it's a great maybe shirt. want one, you can on the But I think it's very fair to say we're living in very interesting times. Mm-hmm. Those times will get a lot more interesting. I break it all down on my own YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash we are change. And uh, I love having these conversations here. I love having them on my show. We're very lucky, we're very you're privileged and, uh, you know, a lot of bad things are happening, but we got to count our blessings at the same time and remember that we are one of the luckiest people in the world and we should do everything in our power to keep it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks so much for uh, having me.
0: Uh, looks like I went to conventionofstates.com. I don't know how legit the site is, but it says that 15 states have signed on, uh, have applied for a convention of states oh. so far. And I think you can follow your state through this website. I would definitely advise looking into the website before you start clicking buttons on it. So if you want to get involved, man, let's call a convention and uh, take control of the country as we're supposed to. Yeah. Let's Peace and love.
5: We absolutely should have a convention of states. It's something that Phil, from All That Remains, has been talking about a lot. Like, this has been his driving message for a really long time. I think he's right.
1: I will I will stress, too, at the very least, when you win at the state level, your state can protect your rights. Your state can can yes. pr- protect your, your liberties and and all that stuff. And that's that's also probably the most important thing right away, that regardless of a convention of state, whether it works— if your state at the state level has good people who believe in freedom, you guys should check out New Hampshire, man. The Free State Project has been dominating. They're <coughs> making told that place so. way better. <coughs> well, you have to keep I told you so.
5: What's that? Yeah, okay, all right, Luke, we get it. You told us that. But yeah, um, what happened in in Virginia happened at this at the state level. It happened because people stood up and said, you know what? I'm tired of this. There's no There's no way that you're going to tell me that I'm not going to that I have no right to know what my children's being taught. Focus
1: on your state. The federal government comes after.
5: Yes. And anyway, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Sour Patchlets.
1: We'll see you all over at Timcast.com in the member segment.
3: Thanks for hanging out. Bye.